go. Let's go, Phil. Hurry up. Get in your spot. Get in your, get in your fucking spot. I'm not doing this again. Get in your spot. Sit down. Fucking stay there. We're late because of you. No, there is such a thing as too much cocaine, Phil. There is. There very much is. We can go back outside again without catching fire. It's outside today for like four minutes. Sunburned. I went to get the mail. Sunburned. Hello, <laughs> Hori, and welcome back to 48. I don't know what this is. This is full spectral dominance of your, of your life. Your whole life. They got you so hard. Oh, man. Nobody even knows. You don't even know. All right. All right, that's enough, Phil. Put that away for now. <laughs> Hi, Horny. Welcome back. Thanks again. Right off the top, Chris Jason, you're a maniac, man. I very much appreciate it. Says you're a madman, brother. I salute you and the missus. Thank you very much. She appreciates that. Ivy Chevy says, Rage Rocks, slash, slash, slash. Strip, slash. I love seeing all these. In, in, in rooms I'm not even in. I, nobody even knows I'm there. I just go in, and it's some kind of Canadian political something, and people are just fucking away, away, away with it. <laughs> it's like this It's like this signal. And um, all anyone, you know, it's just three backslashes. And then everyone else replies with this. Like, oh, okay, that's how many of us there are in, in this area. <laughs> They're everywhere. It's hilarious. I love that. They're going to have to ban the backslash because of me now. That's now a hate symbol. The, the backslash. The backslash is really a neo-Nazi rune that symbolizes the solidarity of the white race cutting through all of the other races. That's what it really means. That's what they're not really telling you what it really, what it really means. You know what it really means? What it really means is whatever I say it really means because it really means that. I'm an expert and experts say. Experts agree. What it really means means what does it really mean phil tell us what it really means it's a it's a line and it, that's a line and the flag is a line it's a, the line you know yeah but what is it that's literally it there's nothing else sometimes it is that stupid have you ever looked at your own faces in the mirror yeah, and you know, like, holy fuck, is that what I look like? You're like, yeah, you are that stupid. You do look, that's exactly what you really look like. A fucking idiot. Anyway, go back to your life. What does it really mean? <laughs> slash, slash, slash. Slash away. It's fun. Camus Key, how are you? He says, no matter how hard I try, you keep pushing Julian aside. I can't break through. There's no personal protective equipment with you. It's so sad 
that people aren't doing anything. <laughs> it takes improperly wearing <sighs> your load-bearing vest. <clears throat> and, oh, he continues his second message. <laughs> right. But after all, it is something. You're going to be scrabbled eggs? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. I'm not even reading the rest of this. This is horrifying. You're like a terrorist. We're right back at this already? You couldn't give us a reprieve? Oh my God. I thought you guys dealt with him. I thought it was dealt with. He's fucking worse than ever. What is going on over there? How is he becoming so powerful? Somebody deal with this. This parasite situation. <laughs> I fear it's becoming more powerful than me and soon I will be its slave. What does it really mean? Tell us what it really means. Some weekends and Tuesdays says, tell Bernie Farber that I want my dreidel back. Philip for PM. I think he, I think he knows. I think, I think Bernie Farber knows that from all the people he's stolen from, I think they all, I think he, he's aware that they all want their stolen, their stolen things back. So, uh, short and long says, I must say this. I am deeply concerned about the threats that our public safety minister is receiving. If he stays away from fire halls, he should be okay. That's true. Let's talk about that for a minute. And how much I give a shit. It's a ton. The, the amount that I give a shit is so much. It's, it's almost, it's, um, it's nothing. It's not anything. MPs getting panic buttons. Get, they're getting panic buttons like in their offices. Like, oh no, someone's come to kill me. Just acknowledge that that is in itself a red flag. About you. It's about you. If you're in a work environment where you require a button to push in the event assassins have come for you? What kind of fucking, what did you do, man? That's always my first question. Like, what do you need that for? What did you do? Like, if you're the president of the United States, this makes sense. Why? He's the president of a very powerful country, arguably the most powerful in the world for now, for not much longer. A lot of people don't like him. There's a lot of people that would love to see him dead. No matter who it is, for, for, it doesn't matter. Endless political reasons. So that's why. What did you do? What do you, I mean, you're just, what? He's because he's received death threats. <gasps> oh no, fucking get over it, buddy. I get death threats all the time and I run a podcast. I don't even have this, I got nothing. It's me and, and, uh, Whatever I got laying around, this, this rum bottle, like, hey, it's plastic. Look, he couldn't even hit anybody with it. <laughs> He's been targeted by threats on social media. Oh, no, that's never happened to anyone in history. That's, they're the only person that's ever happened to. What a poor guy. What a poor, poor millionaire. The poor, guys, the poor multimillionaire getting richer by the day guy who's um, helped to turn this country into a fucking police state and hides behind endless layers of guns in the process of demanding all of your guns now. He's scared. He doesn't like that people don't like him. That poor multimillionaire guy who's going to censor the internet and do all the... The poor guy, man. Poor him. 
I feel so bad for him. Oh my God, do I feel so bad? And people are saying mean things about him as he helps along and assists this regime, which is dramatic, which is absolutely ir- not even beyond, uh, you know, question responsible for the excess deaths of countless people across the country. He's one of the people with blood on his hands. Oh no, poor guy, you poor guy. What a poor little guy. He's getting frets. Oh no, front page story. Don't worry, we'll make you feel better. Front page story, we'll give you a panic button because you're a special little boy, aren't you? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. If you don't go to bed without your juice now, I'm going to tell you the scary Dagalon story. You're going to have more nightmares. Yeah, then who knows what she'll do. Who knows what will happen then. Go to bed now. Bye-bye. Unbelievable. This is the country where that, that... that doesn't, that reflects the state of the, like, what's more likely? If you just had to guess, if someone told you about any other country, it wasn't this one, just any country in the world. Random country. Let's say it's in Europe somewhere, right? So, so it's more relatable. No, maybe even South America. Maybe that, either one. Whatever you want to pick. Or, or Asia, any, pick any, literally any country in the world. It really doesn't matter. And um, the situation is such that the government has to install extra security, more guns, ban guns, and install panic buttons on themselves as they raise the economic uh, situation temperature to a point that's going to cause even more death. They've eviscerated their their health uh, health care system, their education system. They've permanently mentally... uh, You know, mentally and emotionally disfigured a generation of children... Um, what else are they? Oh, yeah, they're constantly stealing money and making up rules as they go along and all that. What do you, th- do you think, do you think they're the good guys and all of the people that are losing their fucking minds? Do you think they're all just stupid, right? They're all just stupid peasants that just don't understand that we're going to build back better. You stupid people out there, if you would just pay attention, I would explain that we're going to build back better. Now get in the fucking car. Um, no, these people are shit. Are we, and, and like, this is what's funny about it. They wrote it like you're supposed to feel bad. Oh, n- oh no. Oh, oh my God. And, and it talks about the NDP leader here. People were calling him a, calling him a traitor and yelling expletives. They yelled expletives at him. My word. My word. I wish I had pearls so I could clutch them even harder. I wish I had pearls. I would clutch them so hard until my hands bled, until the pearls were inside my own hand. Then I had pearl hands, and I became a superhero. I, that's how hard I would clutch. This is so stupid. Rising numbers of threats. Yeah, rising numbers of you fucking people's lives to death. This whole time, I've been saying this. Fuck you so much. Fucking God, I hate you so much. You fucking lying snakes. You pieces of... You don't even have souls, do you? Do you even fucking have souls at all? You keep doing this. This is what's going to happen. No, it won't. Hey, it happened. This is your fault. Oh, it's my fault that the thing I warned you about happening has happened? Because you did what you fucking did. Because I'm fucking smarter than you. 
Every so many people are smarter than you. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how that our leadership fell into the hands of the most absolute ignoramusly stupid fucking people that have ever lived. I don't know how. I don't know. Was it laziness? Were we distracted? Was it when porn became free? I, I don't know the exact moment in time in which men were just okay. They were just became okay with everybody in charge is retarded, but you know, whatever. I don't know when that happened. You have to be pretty domesticated to not give a shit about it. Like, all these people are in charge of you. Do you understand? It's not a parallel system that doesn't affect you. These are your literal bosses in the life that you're in. They make decisions about how you're going to live and then you have to do it because they're in charge. And the people in charge are the some of the dumbest, idiotic, most lazy, glaringly, obviously thieving and corrupt assholes that have ever fucking lived at all. But as long as the hockey game's on, everything's okay? Is, is that really what, like, how did this happen, guys? Like, it's unbelievable the shit they say and do. And I'm, I'm an, Im I'm an imbecile. I'm as regular Joe idiot as there is, and this is just simply a willingness to see how fucked up something is or not. You just choose not to look at it because you don't have the courage. That's all this is. Look at it for what it is. It is what it looks like. What you're seeing is what it is. What does it really mean? It doesn't really mean anything. They're just, they're in it. A lot of them, most of them, are just fucking retarded. And it's that easy, because you can make retards do anything. cans page where she posts all of her canned goods <laughs> dude she even pressure cans meat what a babe also when you're you coming to Berta for a real visit so many dudes out here want to meet you I'm look I'm thinking about coming out there this summer I'm looking at August I think sometime in August um we'll see how how it goes um I, it's too far away I can't that was when I when I would go because there's other stuff going on there I'd like to be around for so I would probably be probably be August sometime but I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's, that is the distant future to me. That is the distant future. That's not August. Like it should be, you know, back in the day. So it's a couple months we can put, no, that, that might as well be 10 years for me. The amount of shit the, the fucking goes on in my life in the span of three months, it would, you fucking wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. And I'm not, I don't mean in like a great way, like, dude, I'm basically fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> Michael Jordan over here. It's amazing. No, 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 no. It's just your head explodes on a daily basis. 
I think I've lived in like seven places in the last two years, maybe. What is that noise? Did I leave the window open? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> it's fucked. So, I mean, August, I'm planning to, I would like to be there, but we could also be at war with Portugal at that point in time. The way the world's going, a couple of months is like, in, so if you're like trying to, you know, check the weather. If it's tomorrow, it, there's a decent chance it's accurate. Two days, eh, three days, fucking forget about it. A 72-hour forecast is horseshit. Anything after three days, it's like, it's a total guess. That's basically this. How far away? A couple of months? Um, cloudy with showers or, you know, Asian Godzilla, you know, takes over Madagascar and demands reparations for, you know, shrimp. Like, I, I don't know. Something, anything could happen. Have you been paying attention the last two years? We live in a completely rules-off script simulation. They just took the rules out. This feels like we live in an elaborate version of The Sims, right? And everything was kind of a certain way for a long time. And then, and then that user left the game. And the game has now been taken over by his psychopathic 13-year-old. That is just, um, okay, I have an idea. <laughs> I'm just gonna. You ever see people play those games like Sim City and shit like that when we were kids? I would like take them right seriously. I'm trying to like you know, and then some other kid would get in there and just be like, ah, boom, just smashing buildings down and causing earthquakes. And you, you know what I mean? You could like install the disasters to happen to just the challenge in the game being then you have to rebuild after the disaster and all this kind of stuff. The kid was playing it to destroy things. That was the only reason he was playing the game. Then got bored after destroying the city and civilization and left. That's what it feels like that we live in now. We had somebody who had a had an idea. There was a plan, you know, and then it just kind of <laughs> he logged off, and then someone else took over who who clearly has a different play style than the previous user. I think I'm just on a limb. I, I'd say whoever's been playing the game of Simulation Earth for the last couple of years has a very different way, play style than the previous person because this one is fucking off the wall bananas. I mean, it, I, I don't even know where to be. It's, I, I don't know how more people aren't just sitting around in a daze most times just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's re it is it is that bad. Go to hell. If you don't believe me? It is. It yes, it is. Yes, it is. Members of parliament are getting panic buttons under their desks at work because people are they're afraid. People are legitimately afraid. People are coming to kill them. The, the, I mean, people got death threats in the nineties and shit, right? They always have. When's they, I mean, they always there's always going to be if you're a member of parliament or a prime minister, like there's going to be a, somebody's going to send you a death threat for sure. That's just the way it is. But now it's like, oh, it's serious now. Well, why? Why is it serious? No, no, this isn't like the regular crazy people. This is like a lot of angry, like mobs of people want me dead. Like a fucking lot. There's a very good chance I may die. It's, it's so, I'm so concerned about it. I'm so concerned about being murdered by my own people that I need extra security, more guns, metal detectors, snipers, and we need more laws and, and legislation. I want to block this place into a fortress. Nobody can sit within five blocks of this fucking place. And, uh, and I want a panic button in my desk. Yeah, and an extra gun over there. And I, and I want bulletproof glass. This whole place has got to be bulletproof. Oh, yeah, you're totally not acting weird. You know, you know John Diefenbaker used to walk to work every day. 
when he was prime minister. He just walked to work, walked the streets of Ottawa. Oh, hello, John. Hi, Tim. How are you? Oh, hello, Lisa. Nice day, isn't it? Oh, lovely day, prime minister. That used to be Ottawa. Now it's fucking, uh, I don't know, the Pentagon. The whole city of Ottawa is turning into this weird little fortress where it's like, we need more cameras and more guards and, and more, like, the empire must be defended. What the fuck are you doing? Why do you feel this way? You shouldn't unless you're up to something. You, you're acting like a person that's really, really guilty or really in fear of the future for some reason. Why would you be? Well, I can surmise, I, I would guess that you could be like that because you're in fear of the future because you've done a lot of awful things and you're, you're seeing patterns and signs that people are figuring it out and when they figure out what the what you did they are gonna fucking lose their minds they are gonna kill you they're gonna fucking kill you when enough people figure that out isn't that right that's their biggest nightmare that's why they fucking you know they hate people like me especially but imagine if you're like one of these people right you're one of these because most of the time they're like i'm untouchable i'm invincible i'm fucking like a made guy in the mafia you know what i mean you're invincible. You can do whatever you want. People threaten them and say shit all the time, and it's like, you're not going to do shit. But now, things are different. Things are different. And I bet they worry about it. I bet they fucking, I bet that, I bet that Ottawa thing, I bet that really did scare the shit out of them. And the funny thing is, they were so scared because they know what they did. And the people outside were, were, were simply like, it was the most positive thing I've ever seen. But they portrayed it as like an angry, murderous mob that wanted their heads. Do you know why? That's called projection. They're projecting their, how they view the situation and how they feel about it out onto the world. They're telling you what they think by, by saying that and how they feel. They feel afraid. Why would they feel afraid? There wasn't a single gun recovered. 50,000 people down there. No, but not a single gun. Nothing. Nothing. They found nothing. So why are you acting like it's the fucking gates of Thermopylae out there? Just as an amateur uh, psychologist, I would posit Dr. Peterson. Oh, well, please do. I, I mean, I find it fascinating. Shut the fuck up, Jordan. Once you get going, I can't. My, my dad. Okay, no problem. <laughs> they feel this way. And they, they're on the defensive because they're guilt. They know they've done something wrong. You ever done something fucking ever wrong and you know you did, but nobody else knows right away? And your parents are like, you're acting weird. You know what I mean? That's the stage we're in. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, they, no, no. When they find out... <laughs> Why wouldn't you just come talk to these people? I mean, it's crazy. Why are, you all, why are you so defensive and protective and all this kind of shit? The worst that's happened in like fucking 20 years is a guy threw some pebbles. Pebbles, who's his now his name, threw, some, threw a, a handful of pebbles, which is like, that's, that would be, be kind of soft for like when the visiting hockey team would leave Picto in 1982. Ah, go back to Westville, you fucking faggots! And then somebody throws some pebbles, like ah, getting onto the bus. That was just that was just the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing beers at the boo! Ah, ha, ha, you fucking suck! You know. 
Now it's like an attempted murder investigation. There was an attempt on the prime minister's life. Oh my God, what happened? Was it a sniper or was it like a suicide bomb? A young man threw some pebbles at a moderate speed, the velocity of which even made a little tink noise as it hit something metal nearby. Oh my, oh my goodness, Inspector. Can you pause right there? I need to go change my adult diaper. The fear, the intensity of this story is, is, oh my goodness. Oh, I'm being blown back in my chair. <laughs> Get real. Get the fuck out of here. You're investigating that? Oh my fucking God. Are you petty? Are you fucking petty? You know, there's murders going on. Like, we, we don't have time. We do, we're not supposed to have time. Okay? Like, in... in <laughs> there's murders that aren't solved. There's rapists going uncaught. There's, you know... Stop, stop. We, we, everybody stop! The police department only has limited resources. But we're going to dedicate a significant amount of them. To finding the guy that threw those rocks, we are gonna make him pay. It's getting pretty violent over there in the West End. I don't care what happens to the West End. It's all brown people anyway. We are gonna get this kid. We're gonna do whatever it takes. No, there's like human trafficking going on, I think. They're getting, I just saw a guy. He's offloading Kalishnikovs, Commissioner. I said shut up. You will turn, you will stand down your entire department to dedicate all further resources to catching this so-called pebbles. I've got a promotion. Looking forward to a bigger desk and a nicer house and away from all of you disgusting creatures. Why did you turn British? Because I'm evil, obviously. The more evil you become, you must enter a British accent. To do so without it is just, well... It's a missed opportunity, really. <laughs> it's a certain kind of evil, right? It's like a sophisticated evil, which is even scarier. It's like the devil, you know? It's not like, you know, retard idiot mass murderer because I just, like, like Richard Ramirez, who was just killing people. Richard Ramirez! That's retarded. I fu it's, fuck, I wish they just killed him right in the courthouse. Piece of shit. The Night Stalker. Ooh, what a fucking loser. What a bitch that guy was. Fuck, I hate... Man, am I, am I allowed... Are they going to get an anti-hate article about this? Am I allowed to hate notorious mass-murdering psycho-rapist Richard Ramirez? I think so, right? Do we got to clear this with the lawyers? Is this okay? Fuck Richard Ramirez. Fuck him. They should have put a sledgehammer right to his fucking head. That's what the punishment should have been. The biggest member of the surviving families gets a two-handed fucking sledgehammer and just gets to smash his melon on a fucking anvil. <laughs> Boom. Fuck you. Rapist fucking piece of sh garbage. Fuck him. So there's that kind of senseless, stupid evil, which isn't even respectable, but like real, like high level, like genocidal world conquering kind of, you know, Fraser Crane or Sideshow Bob, you know, that's, that's better. That's better kind of you because it's like, what's even scarier, you know? 
And they'd be they'd be smoking their cigars or something like, oh, you've heard of the Night Stalker, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes, little bit of little bit of murder there. Yes. I raped the whole continent of Africa, the entire thing. They're literally my slaves now, in diamond mines. So fuck off with your Richard Ramirez. You know, whoa, yeah, that guy's way more evil. He's way, that's a way bigger problem. But that would be, that would, that would be hard, you know, and they'd be investigating and they'd be like trying to catch somebody and they got a lot of money and they're scary and they keep, let's just leave them alone. Let's just leave them alone. Moral of the story is in, in the history of time, Pebbles is right there. Um, he's not a, he's not above Adolf Hitler, but he's parallel. He's, he's, he's equally as awful. Canada, stop. I can't anymore. I can't. Canada, I can't anymore. It's so stupid. It's so stupid here. It's, oh my God. It's like living in a circus. It really is. You think parts of America are bad? The only reason Canada isn't the laughing stock of planet Earth is because everyone's attention is focused on America. And it's like, no, guys, the hit reality show isn't the United States, it's Canada. You want to watch the Canadian show? That one is fucking meh. My God. It makes the United States look reasonable and normal. It, it does. Oh, I got to go back here now. Chris Jason, thank you very much. He says, love it. Most days I just get like that. Shaking my head, yelling out the window. It's, you need a good window yell once in a while. It's good for you. Jaded Mandarin, thank you very much, uh, sir or madam. Uh, also a big supporter. We're going to need bigger pebbles. <laughs> then you'll be even worse. Then you'll be Hitler plus Stalin. Throwing pebbles on who would have thought of something so heinous? <laughs> Victim impact statement. Mrs. Henderson, can you tell us uh, how you felt when you heard about the pebbles? I never thought of something so vicious in my life, so vile. Who would throw a couple of pebbles at some people? What kind of sick bastard? Okay, that's enough, Mrs. Henderson. We sentence him to death by firing squad. <laughs> it's so stupid. You'd done that in the 70s and the 80s. No one even would have arrested you. If the police were there, they would have went like, hey, fuck off. You know, they would have done this. They would have given you one of these. Hey. Pebbles hits him. He looks up. Hey. You know? And then the kid goes, yeah. Now it's a full investigation, charges. We need we need to send it. We need a fucking SWAT team, boys. It, like, come on. Uh, you guys have lost your fucking minds. And I don't care. Meaning I don't I don't care to stop you or save you. I don't care about you. You've gone crazy. I don't give a shit. I really don't. I'm just I watch you now like a TV show. I'm just a passenger. I can't stop any of this or changing. I'm just here. I'm just here going, wow, this ride is getting really fucking gay. <laughs> Especially in the summertime. <laughs> Godzilla and Chances, Christian values accelerationist extremists are the greatest threat to the WF and the Azov democracy. <laughs> and I stand with the scary Christian values accelerationist extremist gangsters. Yes, in, uh, in Ukraine, as the people are standing with it, it is now literally a dictatorship. They've, they've actually outlawed their political opposition. Oh, ban the opposition. Just ban them. Ban them and you'll go away. What does it really mean? 
Why don't you just be? Why don't you just ban them? If they're banned, then they go away forever. Just ban them. This is how you know you're dealing with the left-wing, socialist, small, idiot brain, mush brain, subhuman person, really. <laughs> Come on, I'm kidding. But seriously, ban it, just ban it! And the end, problem solved? That is the dumbest shit. That is, that is one-dimensional level thinking. That is someone that plays checkers, and only checkers, and they'll never be able to play anything bigger than that because they're, they're just not very smart. They're just not. Just ban, oh yeah, how'd, how'd banning prostitution go, by the way? Or alcohol, or pro, you remember prohibition? And then you banned, uh, you banned heroin, you banned fentanyl, you banned all these dangerous drugs, you banned this, you banned that, but everybody's still dying from overdoses anyway, there's more drugs than ever somehow. It's almost as though your banning attempts had literally no effect on the situation. Maybe they even made it worse, actually. There's a lot of evidence of that. But hey, just ban, just ban it. Just ban murder. Hey, if murder's banned, no one will do it, because there we go, we made it illegal, and everyone follows the rules now especially murderers yes they'll they'll definitely respect that it's just it's so stupid because the problem you're just making the problem worse you're gonna ban the opposition party and seize all their assets oh okay then they're gonna go well i guess that's it and go home and definitely not go militant now because now you're a tyrannical dictatorship and you're just going to uh make illegal your opposition seize their assets have them arrested this kind of thing that's that's civil war now so now you're just that bad that just in my opinion that justifies civil war if you have a government that, that bans the opposition party you're now illegal you're not allowed to talk anymore all of your shit belongs to us and only we may talk now holy shit yeah it's over then you have to fight then you you have to there's nothing left to there's there's literally no one left to talk to Democracy, your 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 exchange of ideas, it's all over. Even the even the facade of it that we have here in Canada, there's a there's a facade and illusion that that happens in the in the House of Commons. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's all a show. It's theater. It's it's preposterous. Um, they've they've all you know they all work with each other. They all rub. They're all peers. It's it's really it's really it amounts to nothing. But now they're not even doing that. Like, now we're just going to ban everything. We're not even going to bother keeping up the illusion because we fear you that little. We're, we have that little respect for you that we don't even feel like we need to at least put it on a little bit. We're not even going to do that anymore. We're just going to straight out ban stuff. And then obviously everyone will just disappear underground, uh, kiss the ring, and go about their lives and be good little slaves. They definitely won't be extremely radicalized at the fact that you just banned political dissent. Because when you do that, everyone goes, oh, I didn't realize I was so wrong. I wish you just said that I was so wrong that I should never speak again and I would have went, oh, okay, and then I would just never talk again. Sorry, I didn't realize how benevolent that you were. I totally missed that, guys. I'm sorry. That, you're right. That is how you know that you're the good guy because you're, you had to be courageous enough to silence me because that took courage. It took courage to silence me and you did it for the safety of everyone else. That's right. That's right. You did. Thank you so much. Benevolent leader, true, only one true leader. Thank you very, you know what we should do? We should start putting pictures up of you in schools and police stations and government buildings. Just pictures of your face. All, just so people know how great you are and they can appreciate how nice and benevolent you are and how much you're looking out for my safety. That's what we should be doing next. And then maybe we'll create some kind of song that we force people to sing on your behalf. 
to demonstrate how much we love you because you're so benevolent and you kept us so safe for all of those years. And then, you know, maybe we'll just have to submit our children to government indoctrinated training programs. Should we do that? Because who would know better to raise our children, not the parents, but you, the benevolent state that has kept us safe for so many years should be the primary and only influence on our children. You've demonstrated that you are greater than God itself. Who am I to question you ever? All hail the supreme leader, everybody! What's wrong with that? One, two, three, four! Almost every day, I see what they see. I'm you to do, so much you know they're just so transparently obvious that'll never happen bro no that's only exactly the way it's always happened forever like going back to any time in history it's called rise of the douchebag that's the the empire cycle you know well, technically, it's fascism. And actually, it's a communist takeover. If you look at the book, it... Well, technically, neither of you are right. It's an esoteric combination of, of many different satanic cultures. I just shut up. It doesn't matter. Do you fucking hear me? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So many people spend so much time fighting over what it's called. What should we call it? I don't, it's named this. I'm calling it Gorgamel. No, it's it. Can we all just kill the monster? Hey, hey, assholes. Can we just shut the fuck up for one minute? Can I just have one minute? How about we just kill the fucking thing and then we'll talk about it later? Let's kill the monster first because we've been fighting over what it is, but we all know we can all identify it, but you, you think it's this and you think it's that. And you th I don't care. Let's kill it and then we'll deal with it later. And then we can, you know, go through its corpse and find out what it's made of and how it works. And so this never happens again. So another monster doesn't appear. It's Rise of the Douchebag. It's just evil people doing evil things, the same evil shit they've always, always done in every human power structure in the history of people being douchebags. And right now, Canada is unfortunately suffering the opening stages of Rise of the Douchebag. And we're trying to stop this film from being produced. We don't want to go to season three. Season two was, was not good. You know, season one was better, but this one's shitty. We need to cancel the show. We have to cancel Rise of the Douchebag because you know what happens in season four? Oh, fuck, season four. Then they start throwing people in prison. They're disarming citizens. There's economic crisis. There's food crisis and the whole thing. Then there's a big cliffhanger with an election. 
who will save the country? Will it be small peepee? Will it be, and, you know, and then season five, you know, picks up and then there's like, oh, don't worry. We've got a new leader now. Everything's okay. And everyone thinks there's a false sense of security. Things are going to go back to normal now. And they don't. They just keep getting worse and worse. And then by the time they've, uh, the, 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 uh, they've sobered up from the honeymoon of the false hope thinking everything was going to change, they're completely locked in chains and they've got no way out. And there's nowhere for them to go. And how could this have happened? Well, because they all work for the same group of people. They're all douchebags. All of them. They've all risen up together to be King Douchebag. Now they get to fight it out over who's going to rule the peasants they've all helped enslave at the same time. Rise of the Douchebag. It's a great show. It's certainly never... This is an original show, too. This is original Netflix Amazon Prime production. This is never this kind of this this kind of creative thinking has never happened before. Never, never in man's history has anything like, exactly or even remotely similarly like this happened dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Uh, it hurts me in, in my soul parts. I don't know if that can happen, but Kamaski says it was set to share. I don't want to know. I don't want to talk. Can you believe in love? Nope. Nope. I don't think Cher is a human being. I stand by my belief. I'm just going to put this out there right now to the police and ceases and everyone else. If I see Cher in real life, I'm killing her immediately without any, no warning, nothing. If I'm, un I'm just going to tackle her and I'm going right for the eyes and the neck. I'm going Krav Maga, Israeli fucking all the way. Hit first, hit fast and go for the, and kill. Because you can't tell me that's a human being. That is not a fucking person. That is an alien walking around. They've got all of you fooled. All of you think that's a person? Fuck this. I am not putting up with this. So that bitch better stay far away from me. If I can see anywhere, you better believe in life after death. How about that, Cher? Because <laughs> your time is up, bitch. There's a whole movie. It's, it's, it's the Diagonal uh, Terminator movie. It's just me trying to kill Cher, and she has no idea, and I'm just failing at hunting her down constantly. I always just miss her, like, fuck, you know? And it goes on for, like, six seasons, and she still is like, do you know this guy's been trying to kill you for years? She's like, what, what do you mean? Oh. Well, I mean, he's been stalking. I think some guys outside my house. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Now I want to kill you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, let's just help him. Jesus, this isn't a person. This is not a, this is an alien that eats human souls. Children's souls, by the look of you. I wanna eat your kids after lunch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate Cher very much. <laughs> Sergeant Rock says if the MPs need a panic button, maybe it should issue some adult diapers too. I'm sure those are on the rise. And, and with the amount of sodomy that they do, I mean, this is a gross thing. <laughs> this is gross, and I didn't know this, and now I do, and I wish I didn't. But guess what, everybody? Now you get to know it with me. <laughs> Did you know? Because I saw a story. It was like the rise in sales of adult diapers over the last uh, so many years. Ten years or something. And they're like, well, we're not really sure. And I'm like, I know why. Gay men that um, indulge in this activity eventually run into an incontinence problem in uh, as they're older. And they literally can't... Because it... 
there's there's no real there's no real way and this is this is not a chill for children all right so you should be over the 18 to be here and if the words offend you then you're you're a pussy i guess so whatever just leave if you're a bitch i don't care they got their assholes blown out from getting fucked in the ass too much so now they just shit them so now they have to wear diapers <laughs> and it was like the rise of uh you know more and more people there's more people than ever that are gay and also more people are buying adult diapers than ever i'm like i'm sure i'm sure it's not related i'm just over here like no there's nothing to nothing to worry about that don't worry about that pharaoh you missed a bunch of good shit already but yeah that's um so that's something you now you all have to know that so now now you now you live in this hell with me oh and share i'm 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 going to kill share now by the way Barry, I don't know if you caught that part. There is a lot of... How long has this been? Oh my god, it's only like 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. I, I don't know. I did a lot already. I might call it a day. <laughs> this has been a time. Uh, I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to go, Jeebus. Take me now. Any, anytime. Anytime. Let's go. Um, anyway, I'm going to go try to... That's what I said! She's still, she shouldn't be still alive. She's not a fucking person. If you think Cher is an alien, put A in the chat right now. And I don't, no lying. I mean, if you're, if there's even 1% of your being that is like, I, I'm not positive she's totally human. I'm not 100% sure. I, would, you, would you bet your children's life on her being a human? If you won't, then you cannot push A. You must, you cannot push H. You must elect A. If you can't say, you gotta pick A. Is Cher a human being? Some people say yes. The defendant says no. If you're not willing to bet your life that that crazy ass scary looking bitch over there in that corner is not 100% human, if you're not want to bet your children on that, then you must select A because this shit is not okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cochran. That'll be all. <laughs> the glove don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> It, that was who uh, the Seinfeld character's lawyer was. What was it? Jackie Styles was based on Johnny Conkren. The guy that got OJ off. <laughs> and by the way, everyone thinks everyone thinks uh, she's an alien. So if you go to the chat, I don't know what J means. Uh, I think A. Every, everyone's pretty. And there's some alien emojis there over on, on YouTube as well. A lot of A's. A, many. Yeah, she's an alien. So therefore, when I kill Cher, it's not murder because she's not a person. Laws, it says killing another per another person is murder, right? I didn't kill a person. I don't know what that was. That's going to be my defense after the war's over. Like that Polish badass. How did you kill so many people? I don't know. I've only ever killed communists. <laughs> They're not people, son. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um... Let's see. Uh, Tim Burns says, make sure you stop in Saskatoon when you come west. Flaming Philip are on me. Flaming Philip. Yeah. Flaming Mo. Blams. This is not uh, much sense making plans when the Russians are getting ready to deploy a missile. They literally named Satan too. Yes, they did. That's a big one. That is a big, that's a big city killing missile. They call them. <laughs> Maybe bigger than that. Prophetic much? Yeah, I know. Short and long says most of our elected officials could not walk to work unless they wore those bags like they have for horses to keep the shit off the streets. 
Good lord. Gamers says they just threw rocks and they th they threw rocks and eggs at the prime minister's father's train. Well, they should have been shot to death. Eggs too. We have to hose those off. Not cool. A rock will simply just bounce off and do nothing. When you hit it with an egg, I gotta clean that shit. Kill this motherfucker. I said kill him. But commissioner, this is being extreme. Nobody throws eggs at this train. I said kill that man. Yes, sir. Right away. I'm going back to being an alcoholic police officer. That's a stereotype. It's a true stereotype. Fair enough. What do you think, Phil? Rocky says, great haircut. It actually looks like it took some stress in a few years off you. No, it, it added stress. I hate haircuts, but thank you. <laughs> it was free also. Chelsea says, it's called anal prolapse, man. Oh, good. So we, okay. I was, I was worried we weren't going to think about the anal prolapse anymore. I, I, was, I was worried it wasn't going to come up. I thought I had finished talking about it and it wasn't going to come back. But thank you. Thank you, Chelsea, for making sure that everyone remembers the most horrifying segment in the in this history of this horrifying program. That's not easy to do. That's not easy. You just reminded someone of the war, probably some of the worst shit I've ever said. And I've been saying that bad stuff for like three years, and that's got to be top three. It's not good. It's no good. So we're gonna. <laughs> 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 oh no i'm an idiot oh my god i'm stupid <laughs> shut it down <laughs> full dress caps hey ovidium link to this terror party you missed some shit we're gonna kill share we got fucking, we got fucking gabagool. We got some, we got some, you know, you, you, you got some motherfucking, you know, people. We got some dumb people in charge. What else did I say? Oh, they're huge pussies too. They're scared about everything. You've, I mean, killing share, uh, alien. Oh, prolapsed uh, diapers for uh, men because they've been. You guys don't understand what you made. Like, trust me when I say it was, it was. If your intention is to harm, is to further erode your mental health to a point of wild insanity, go watch it. Go watch it because it's gonna. You're gonna go. Now I feel even crazier. Yep, that's the point. Kamaski <laughs> says, "Would it get to a point where?" <sighs> I'm not reading that. This is becoming okay. What am I fucking Howard Stern now? Is that what we're doing here? We're like fucking five super chats away from having some horse mud wrestling back here. And we go, hey, look at that. Hey, Robin, that one's ass looks great. It does, Howard. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a great radio guy. I'm definitely not just a fucking pervert on the radio. He does sound great, though. I'll give him that. But fuck, he's an idiot. Oh, my God. Oh my god. I used to I can't believe I used to like him. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. I can't do a Howard Stern impression. I just do typical radio guy voice. That is kind of how he talks though. And he has that laugh. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that that must mean ka-ching 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 for the amount of fucking money that he sold out for that must be that noise he makes <laughs> that's his bank account being refilled with another fucking 50 million dollars fuck he wouldn't care either he'd be like yeah i fucking sold out he's a dickhead fuck he's an asshole <laughs> some weekends of tuesday says dibs on giving old twitchy uh, who's Canada's deputy redacted an anal prolapse to go with her condoms cheese <laughs> thunder th- uh, thighs we need to move on now we're going somewhere else <laughs> but not too far from the current subject the U.S. Navy releases bizarre training video urging recruits to create pronouns safe space. Not a joke, real life. This Hi. is the United States Navy. The power of the sea, the might of the empire. The USS Enterprise, the USS George W. Bush, the USS Fruity, M- Fruity Magoo. What? Yeah, this is the Navy now, guys. Yay, America. Hi. My name is Johnny, and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi, and I use she, her Kanchi! We're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? Who's Kanchi? Is how we identify ourselves, apart from our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of... I'm just going to speak on behalf of all Navy personnel right now and all across the world. I know some of them are listening. Andrew, I'm sorry. I know how this must hurt you. This, this, what you're watching now, this is like watching your mother be raped and killed by Patrick Bateman and American Psycho in real time, right in front of you. Knowing that it's been produced and pre it's already done and taken place. Like, it's not live. It's like already done. All you can do is sit in horrified silence as this, as this absolute abomination unfolds in front of you and then try to hold out your hands and that's why your jaw opens wide as well to try and catch the pieces of your mind as they explode out of your head and hopefully you catch enough of it that you can rebuild some semblance of a functioning mind and continue on with their life but not everyone makes it i'm hope andrew i believe in you acceptance and respect how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody that's a good question a really good way to do that is to use inclusive language instead of saying something like hey guys you can say hey everyone or hey team yeah, and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our emails or, like we just did, introduce ourselves using our pronouns. But what would I do if I uh, misgender someone? I think the first thing to recognize is that it's not the end of the world. You correct yourself and move on or you accept the correction and move on. The most important thing I can tell you is do not put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, and another tip uh, for you to remember their uh, pronoun next time, it's in your mind. Kind of go through a progression of three good things about the person using their pronoun. So let's say the person chooses to use they, Mm -hmm. then you will in your mind go, they have a nice shirt. They have a nice smile. They are really smart. 
so that kind of sticks in your brain. <laughs> that is so helpful. I, um, I, I can't. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I, Andrew, I don't want you to die. I can't. <laughs> my God. Oh, my friggin' God, man. The U.S. Navy, you conquered the You conquered the Earth. You conquered the Earth. Your fucking warriors are everywhere. There is no inch of the sea on this fucking planet that you do not allow someone to exist in. This is you, and, and this... This is also you. What happened, bro? Are you okay? We need a wellness check on the U.S. Navy. All right. Can we get someone over there? Can we find out where is where is the George W. Bush right now? Are they okay over there? I mean, Jesus Christ! That must not have been easy to watch, guys. Like. <laughs> Well, so you're the U.S. Navy, huh? I had a Navy once. Really, it kind of came into its own around the late 90s, early 2000s. I thought the first Gulf War was one of their best hits. Hey, U.S. Navy! <laughs> ah! States Navy to Huey Lewis in the news on this podcast. To be fair, it was kind of a weird. I mean, we've mock executed a lot of things, people, galaxies, stuff like that on this show before, but never a Navy. Never quite like that. That is so big. You don't understand. The purpose of an arm of the military, and I'm going to talk about this next because this is why I call this full-spectrum dominance, because we're fighting our own kind of war, and when the enemy has full-spectrum dominance over you, it's very, it's really hard to win. Maybe impossible, but really hard. Your entire purpose... in the military, is to fight people to the death and win. Kill, murder, destroy entire countries if need be. This is the last resort. You are what happens if break glass in case of people are coming to kill my children. That's, that's when the military gets involved. Dude, people, otherwise, we just, just leave us in the legions and we're just going to work out in the gym and you know chest bump all day like you guys fucking think we do. And, and leave us alone. And then if someone, if something happens, you're like, dude, people are coming to kill us. Then you come get them. You come get the military. And then they just immediately are like, who has to die? And then you send them because they are going to fucking have it under control. 
That's your, and anything that's not dedicated to that task that is not bent towards sharpening and honing that deadly edge to destroy whatever it is has come for your children and your people. If you're not if you're not working towards getting better at that, uh, I don't. You're wasting time. It's a complete waste of time because the other guy might not be wasting a single second of his time to make himself as deadly as possible. So when you send these fucking people that have decided that it's okay to have costume parties and play dress up and use fake names and pronouns, and all this, you've been wasting your fucking time in in fairy tale land. Uh, Ivan and Shuang uh, Dingle the general, uh, whatever his name is. Those guys have an acceptable kill rate. See, they can kill as many of their soldiers. Uh, they have a number they can kill if, if it comes to it. Like, they're, they're, you know, training accidents. Like, we can just, you know. <laughs> and and, and you're, you're not going to fight on Call of Duty. It's going to be, like, face-to-face, -face, like, in a field somewhere, like, on the ocean. on the So, I don't know what. You, you seem like you're wasting your time. Maybe focus on, on that. Because that seems like a much higher priority and problem for the military. You want, you want to be sensitive? You want to worry about... Go to fucking... Go to university. Go to university. Write a book. I don't care. Don't... don't. Why, not the, why not the fire department? Does it make the fire department better at saving your children from fire? If they're all gay? Does that help the fire defeating abilities? You've... you've it's more, this identity, call it politics, identity, culture shit is more important to you than the entire reason that you exist or have a job or career or purpose in the first place. I mean, you're, you're, mentally, you're mentally ill. You're not with it anymore. You're not there in the head. You don't get it. Um, wellness check. Most of the people we live with are, are crazy now. Like, that's, it's not good. It's bad. It's not a good time. Um... Oh man, I got missed a bunch of these. Let me scroll. <laughs> um, Saint Maurice Bear says Navy doing Navy things. Well, I mean, there's that, but <clears throat> I mean, did the did the Navy really need training on how to be more gay? Really? <laughs> Saint Maurice Bear, uh, thank you, man. Uh, Jerusalem's Cross in Florida says back when I was in the U.S. Navy, those abominations would have accidentally fallen down a bunch of stairs repeatedly. <laughs> You don't tolerate weakness in the military because those people will get you killed. And getting rid of them, like kicking them out of the military, is for their and your own benefit. That way, less people die than they have to. If like, you can't be here, you're too weak, and they get rid of you, they did you a favor. Because you would just have ki died, probably. Or gotten other people killed, you know. Uh, but now we're like, hey, you know what, none of that matters as long as there's rainbow flags and we're all singing <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Kamaski says, Q in the, the Navy by the village people. Oh, Jesus. That would, oh, damn, that would have been a good one. Wes DeWitt says, if I started a computer company in the 80s, I wouldn't have called it Microsoft. I'd have called it Average Hard. <laughs> Come to BC, just leave Philip at home, because if my coat goes missing, I'll kill him. Well, with prices these days, I don't blame <laughs> Love my daily dose of Owen Benjamin and Raging Distance. The future is ours. Yeah, Owen's cool, too. I wouldn't mind talking to him someday. Uh, Chelsea says they are not going to have my back in a fight. They're going to throw me under the bus. They're going to steal my rations. Yep. These are the things you think when you look at people like that. Not because they're gay, but because they're weak as fuck. We had, we had, there was a few gay people around, you know, it wasn't a popular thing to do or be. I'm being, I'm just, gonna, I'm just being honest in the infantry, right? But they were tolerated and it was like, no one really had an issue with it. 
some people might make some jokes or whatever, but by and large, like it wasn't a big deal. Like no one really, you know, that I know of anyway. And uh, they fucking did their job. You know what I mean? But they weren't this fucking, you need to call me by my special name. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Do you know where you are now, motherfucker? How insulting is this to like, you know, gay people that were in the military for the last like 30 years? You know, like, oh, now you need special privilege? Bitch, please. Ah. <laughs> uh. It did used to be illegal, though, which is even worse. And then uh, Derek had something there where the RCMP had something called the fruit machine where they would go find the gays and kick them out. Like, <laughs> I think this pendulum has swung way too far the other way now. I mean, we just, we just can't find any kind of reasonable middle ground anymore, can we? Um, yeah, I got that one. Uh, thank you, Mr. DeWitt. Chelsea, uh, and thank you as you. Sean M. says, compare the U.S. Navy feelings talk to the recruitment ads for the yes, Russian and Chinese militaries. They're, they're not fucking around over there. Uh, doings says, why is everyone's sphinx out of sync? Everyone is butthurt to the ocean hole. Thanks, grapes. Oh, thank you. you. I'm going to throw you in the ocean hole. We didn't go out there. Our boys didn't fight in that war to conquer Skyline to sit here and not throw somebody in a goddamn ocean hole. Well, uh, that's what you say, daughter. I'm not done talking. (laughs) And another thing. God, I miss Don Cherry. I hope he never dies somehow. Or when he does, it just never gets talked about. And we all just live believing like no one really knows when he dies. He just disappears. That's what Don Cherry should do. He should just disappear. And no one will ever know. What, like, did he evaporate? Is he, a, is he an angel now? Like, what is he? Where is he? What is he up to? You know? <laughs> then the legend of grapes will never die. Don, don't actually do that if you're listening. I very much doubt it, but... No, that would be horrible for your family. <laughs> but a pretty base story. So, I mean, it's up to you. It really is. Um, <laughs> Sergeant Rock says, it's official now with all this woke bullshit. The wheels have come off. The flaming dumpster of the West is being destroyed from within. China might not have to fire one shot at this rate. That's the whole idea, sir. That's their whole game plan. And Short Long says, I've heard rumors that flying the Canadian flag in Petawawa during Canada is an issue. Hear anything? I've heard that. I don't know if that's true or not. I just had people ask me about it. I don't know if it's true. Uh, But hey, like I said, you know, the the full spectrum dominance in the army, in in the military, it's the the army, the the Navy, the Air Force. It doesn't really matter. The order isn't important. But with an army, you don't have anything. The army is the first thing you need. And then, but if you need to go fight somewhere else than where you live, you might need a Navy. You know, and an Air Force is also really good to have because if the other guys has one and you don't, you're fucked. So it's this kind of, you need all three. Those are the three elements of a, of a professional fighting force that you need to compete at the big boy level, okay? That's like, that's like tier one Olympic like war, okay? That's why I thought the Ukraine-Russia war would be interesting to watch because it's like, I haven't, it's been a while since there's been a, a full-blown, like a heavyweight fight where there's like both sides have fairly modern-ish weapons, uh, you know, there's drones and shit like high tech. Well, this could be okay. Let's see what happens here. How many? And there, the dude. Well, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but the first thing that stood out to me, if these numbers are true, is this is the deadliest war like ever. Like it's only been a couple of months, and there's like a two hundred thousand troops killed or something. <laughs> what? What? The Ukrainian army is half destroyed. Half destroyed now picture being in canada and like half the military's gone it's gone Oof. what about the van Dus? destroyed yesterday they're all gone they're all dead <laughs> oh god 
What about the artillery? Dead, all dead. They're all dead. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so lethal and dangerous. So you have like, you know, piddly little stupid militia things like ISIS and, you know, they got some pickup trucks and machine. They got, they got nothing. They got no, no Navy, no Air Force. And when you've got a Navy, you can control the sea, you control their ports. There's so many elements to this. You can restrict trade. You can strangle people that way. You don't even, there's lots of ways to win just by having a strong military. You don't even have to hit, you don't have to hurt anybody even. Um, but this is a different kind of war. And my phone, what's going on here? Something's happening. Sorry, I thought my phone was ringing. Full spectrum dominance means you control all, all of the major assets, all, all of the major, you know, um, battleground spaces. So like the land, the sea, the air. And now in these days, you've got like information technology, um, that kind of thing. Space, potentially. Satellites. When you, when you are superior in every field, you have achieved full spectrum dominance. And you're, <laughs> good luck beating that. And, um, and that's kind of what we're under. Because the, the Army, Navy, and Air Force of, of what we're up against is, is not, they, they, don't, they don't all have guns. You could compare it to, let's say, the amount of ways in which your, your freedom is restricted and that we're controlled as, as serfs is, first and foremost, the banking and the finance industry is entirely controlled and centrally coordinated and set up to prey upon you, not help you. Um, the loans and interest and fiat money and all that. This is, a, this is a pyramid scheme that extracts the amount of work that you do for the amount of wealth you generate and the amount of wealth you generate that has to go kicked upstairs is so skewed against you, it's laughable. It's a joke compared to being at the top where it's like you do not, you don't even do anything. You just are involved in one of these families or these companies, these banks. It's like I just invent money from nothing and then I own everything. Everyone gives me all their money and all their shit and I can just do whatever I want. I don't have to do anything and I own everything. They're scammers. It's a, it's a scam. So they don't have to work. So they have to do anything. They don't do anything. They just print money out of nothing, loan it to people at interest. And it's like, okay, here's $100. Now you owe me $120. But you only made $100. I know. You owe me somehow. You're going to have to figure it out. And then you'll loan another guy 100 another guy 100 So the only way for, the, for this money to get paid back to you, you loaned out 300 but you're getting back, you know, 360 Sooner or later. Because it's going to be, uh, it's like musical chairs out there. And every layer it goes down, the harder it gets. So that's, that's one. That's the army. The Navy could be the judicial system. Also, if you haven't noticed... There's a lot of crossover in these government positions, especially at the higher levels, when you get above governments, when you go to the supranational elements, like things that are bigger than countries, like the World Economic Forum, Bilderberg, Davos. These, these are not filled with nobodies. These are people that often have a very extensive background in finance. They're very powerful bankers. And or they could also be very powerful lawyers. This is another element. The judicial system. Is it stacked, is it stacked uh, you know, against the state? No, it's stacked against you. It's an enforcement arm, a punishment arm of the state to keep people in check. That's what it's primarily for. That's the primary purpose of, of all of it. That's why people don't understand. This doesn't make sense. It does make sense. It does make sense if you're them. 
there's general rules of conduct or whatever because it's not in their interest to have a completely lawless and crazy society because then it becomes anarchy and, it, and it's not good for profits. That doesn't create good, efficient workers that create money units to kick upstairs to the bosses if it's chaos and anarchy and everybody's killing me. So order needs to be maintained. So they have to have, to have to have that. But if you try to go outside of that and hold any of these people accountable for the very obvious shitty... When's the last time a politician ever went to jail? I'll wait. Find me one. Find me one. The only politicians that I can ever think of that ever paid any kind of a price for anything that they did was the Kennedy brothers. Maybe Ronald Reagan. He got shot, but he didn't die, so he's a pussy. Didn't have the, he, didn't, he didn't have the courage to die! <laughs> right? What else? Any, anybody else? Iran-Contra. Nothing. They all, the, the banker bailouts, nothing. Iraq war, total fake, nothing. Vietnam, nothing. Oh, Nixon resigned. <laughs> <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction, fake lie, millions dead, nothing. And now people are like, oh, it's the pandemic. They're going to pay for this. This is something I, I, I don't, I just realized I don't understand why people are so naive. They're new. Guys, like, the, the people that are like, oh, they're just a bunch of tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy. COVID is the first one for you? This is like my seventh go-round of stupid time where something really fucking stupid is clearly happening and no one's listening. This is like my sixth or seventh tour of duty here. I already, you know, lived through some of these in real time. Like 9-11, the Iraq war, Afghan. I'm, I'm aware of all of it. Syria, the, the white hat bullshit, Libya, the fucking, it's nonstop. It's nonstop gaslighting and lies and horseshit. And now it's just affected more people. So more people are affected by it, obviously, and are starting to figure it out. JFK, I looked at, yeah, it's been going on for a while, man. And it's just, it's just the latest move by the bad guys to, to get more shit. Fuck. And then the, uh, oh, I gotta miss my uh, window here. I lost it. I didn't know what to do. Oh, so, so then, okay, so you got, um, so the banking financial industry, that's one way they get you. You got, that's important. You better do what that, that says or you're going to have some serious problems. Then the second way, the judicial system keeps you under control. You get too far out of line, we can just jail your ass. Really? And then the third, the third critical component of control that they have is the media and educational system. So they can control you by the fucking balls, your money. They can physically control you if they have to. They can, they can grab you and put you in a jail cell. Or they can just simply control you by, by your own mind. You don't even know you're being controlled. And it sounds like a crazy concept to people that don't understand like psychological warfare, uh, psyops units and stuff in the military and, and advertising maybe. And, and it's like, I often, I often get angry and, and don't like to explain, try to explain things to people because I assume they know all the same things that I do. Because I assume I'm an idiot, and I just assume everyone else knows what I know. Why the fuck are they not see? You know what I mean? That's not always true, because everybody spends their time doing different things. And there's probably people out there that don't realize how this works. Like, everything that you see on TV is a move. It, it's, it's very rarely anymore art for art's sake. 
I made a thing. I think it's cool. What do you think? That That is very rarely the case anymore. Because the massive weapon that this is, that it, getting the attention and malleability of, you know, chiseling out the ideas and, and, and opinions and preferences into, into the minds of millions of people is great for business, isn't it? And the first people to figure this out was, was advertising. You ever see, uh, you ever see, uh, what the hell's it called? Women love this show because of the handsome guy with the big dick. What's his name? John Hamm. <sighs> right? Mad Men. Madison Avenue. They would figure out ways to trick people into wanting to buy, and they got really good at it. And you know what else happened? The CIA figured this out and went, man, they are really, this is an idea. And they hooked up. And they created Operation Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird was to buy up all of the media organizations. Look, to feel free to look this up. To buy them, to protect everyone from the Russians, you see. Because you don't want the Russians coming in and telling you lies. So we had, we had to control everything. And that was in the 70s, dude. They literally control... Hollywood is a CIA operation. It's like a sub-company that works for them. It's like um, someone that's owned by Amazon or something. You know, everything's always, everything's always owned by somebody. It's like, oh, no, that's, that's my business. Yeah, who owns it? Walmart. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hollywood is an, is an element of what the CIA does. Not, the, you know, not something the CIA dabbles in anymore. That was a long time ago. Long time ago. So they've got... And, and of course, the educational... So you, you've got... Multiple ways to get everybody. You can get them by their mind. If that doesn't work, you can get them by their pocketbook. And if that doesn't work, fuck it. We'll just grab you physically and throw you in jail. So isn't it interesting? I, like I said, I'm crazy like this. My brain, it likes patterns. I don't know why that is. I've heard it's a mark of intelligence. It may also be the mark of an insane man. I don't know. But I do know that when you consider these three very, very important elements of, say, full-spectrum dominance over the, over the lives of people, by their, you know, by their wallet, by their minds, or by their fucking literal ass, I got you. And when you look at those areas and you look at who are the, who are the powerful people in these, in these areas, in these fields that are so crucially important to the freedom of people in general. You're going to notice there's overlap there. And and those people all seem to run in the same kind of circles. Almost like maybe it's it's not unintentional. It it's so hard to describe and it's something that you can't just do in a short period of time. I would and and the I mean hats off to David Icke for even trying. He would do these eight-hour talks where he was like, basically, this is how it works. Somebody, like a normie. Like, dude, what's going on? Like, the whole thing. How the whole thing works. The whole rotten fucking scheme. Right? From, you know, World War One till now. Like, how they fucking did it. How they pulled it off. Who killed who. Where the money went. How the whole... And where everybody sits now. What to, He's like, I'll do it. And he, he would do these eight-hour presentations, and it was like, I think I've sat through half of one or something like that. And it's a decent attempt, you know what I mean? It's not something you can just, you know, oh, give me an hour-long... D- dude, you're talking about the history of the world. That's like, tell me what happened for the last hundred years. I have 20 minutes. What? 
I, dude, you can't, what, what are you, the, th these are the same type of intellectually lazy ass motherfucking people. They can't, these are people that, um, you know, they'll, they'll go and pay because they're smarter than me, right? They'll, they'll go and pay uh, 40, $50,000 to go get a degree in, in some kind of history degree and just sit there and just listen to some guy, tell them some stuff and they just memorize it and okay, go buy like. And that was what, you know, hundreds, of, like it's a lot of information. This is information too. It's true information. It's information that people have died to release. In many cases, there's, and there's a lot of crazy stuff out there too. But I'm talking about the shit that I've seen that I believe. Like that's a fucking. I'm pretty sure that's true, man. Um, it's a lot, and I couldn't. No one can explain it in a couple minutes. Hey, tell me how the evolution of the monopolization over human global affairs took place. You have ten minutes. <laughs> what? Why don't I just explain the entire history of the dinosaurs to you in, a, in, a, in an interpretive dance music video? Why don't I just do that? <laughs> it's like a whole subject in itself and, and you need to just, you're never done. It takes a long time. It took me seven years maybe of read about this stuff and like to, to get to an area where like, I think I can kind of try to explain it and you might get it. You might not. And it's, but it's, it's tough. That's how fucking big of a concept this is. It's, it's a lot of shit. It's not easy to explain and, and no one's being perfect. Why would they explain it to you? Like, do you really think everybody knows this? Like there's people that control the, like, you know, probably not, an evil dictator in, in, a, in a cape and, you know, he looks like Palpatine or whatever. But there's some, somebody is the most powerful person in the world by human definition. Every, def, the, every human power structure that has ever existed is a pyramid. Always. There's always somebody as a boss of somebody. Else. Always. And there's always somebody. It, it stops somewhere. Who is it? Who is at the very top? That person must be running the place because the president doesn't control the world. What are you, what are you, nine years old? There's billionaire corporations that are way more powerful than the United States. Like these corporations are. Just by where their pressure points are. There's other countries. The fucking Israeli Mossad operation for God, with Epstein and all that. They've got them over, the, over a barrel, man. There's so many layers of power here that most normal, they don't even know, they don't even know it exists. They've never even heard of it. What's a Mossad? Exactly, man. Do you even know what that is? Probably not. There's so many levels to this shit, but it goes up and up and up. Do you, so that, that's how the world works. Do you really believe that these people that have won the game of I'm a gangster, which is really what it is, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I won. I don't have to do anything except whatever I want to, and I own everything. I am the, I'm God. I won. I'm the man. I fucking that. Yay. He wins that those people exist. Do you think they're going to be like, you know what I want to do? I want to have a Netflix series about how I did it and who I am and where, why people should want to kill me after all the horrible things I've done. Like the sinking of like the Lusitania. Like when I, like when I, you know, dragged the Americans into world war one for business and political interests, millions, tons of people were killed, but I don't care. I got what I wanted. Yeah. Nine 11. Oh man. Do you think I should tell people about that one too? Oh, that won't piss them off either. No, you fuck off. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, man. Of course it's going to be like, 
difficult to find. Well, that guy was banned, and that's not even what. Is there a source for this, bro? Yes, it's in the New York Times, which is owned by the same guy who's trying to kill everyone. Because he's going to print in his own newspapers how much he hates you. And he loves taking advantage of you tax scale. They don't even view us as people. Listen to anything Henry Kissinger has ever said. Like, these people are have nothing but a disdain for, like, regular humans. Like, regular humans. Like, th using phrases like useless eaters. What kind of psychopath refers to human beings as useless eaters? Like, that's like what a rancher could say about, you know, I, I don't know. You got to call some some animals. And this is powerful people talking about us. They say it all the time. They don't hide it because they don't have to because they're not scared of you because they're super fucking powerful. Jacob Rothschild walks around in public. He doesn't give a fuck. Why would he? He's like emperor of the, as far as I can tell. I think he's, I think he might be the guy. He might be the king. I don't know. Soros is the guy everybody hears about, but he's just a middleman. There's another guy in Russia. What the hell's his name? He's like maybe the richest man in the world. He's a Russian gangster. Uh, starts with an S. These guys own things you can't even imagine. They own countries. And they own the countries by owning the right people in the country. So whereas it's, I can make this country do what I want. I got to make two phone calls. And it's, and it's done blackmail, bribery, whatever it is, whatever I got on him, I got it. And the next guy's not getting into that spot unless I approve that he gets in there. We're going to get the libs out. Okay, well, well, that's not up to you. That's up to the guy above him. This is the, this is the guy they want to put in. Ah, uh, yeah, what's his name? That's a small peepee. Small peepee, huh? Oh, yeah, he's one of our boys. That's okay. Yeah, you can put him in there, yeah. Tell him I said uh, uh, hello and all that. <laughs> okay, small peepee it is. Gonna get the limbs out. Uh, we're doing. Let's just go to the strip club. Let's go, Phil. Ah, and they know that we know, and they don't care because there's not that many of us. They're just like, ah, fuck those people. You know what? Fuck you guys too. It's easy. Jet, Jet Bro, dude, this stream has been the biggest boon to the alcohol industry in 20 years. Enemy wants a sponsor. Anytime, give me a call. Just 
let's let's be lit into the song, Phil. I like I like to pretend it's the eighties and things make sense, you know. And you can be ninety nine to one hundred percent sure that like a hot chick you see really is a hot chick, and it's not a guy with a mangled cock and the hormones and the whole thing. That's not something I let me. Just let me let me go. Let me enjoy it. You have your escapism. I have mine. I don't want to fight like this in front of everybody. Take another Xanax. I don't know. You could get away. You could take at least 30. I've seen. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Uh, Philip's disciple. Oh, see, one of yours, just like that. It says, for Diagonal, what are the Navy to be? <laughs> what the Navy to be called? Is it USS? Uh, England's Majesty ship? Or he suggested the DSS, the Diagonal Slash Ship, or the MSS, the Max Slasher Ship. Hmm. I'm going to go with DSS. I, I, th- I, vote, I vote DSS for the Navy. Yep. Or just maybe... No, that would be... It's gonna, yeah, no, we can't use the slash itself. That would be too nuts. Must be painted on the ship, though, but we can't use it as a... <laughs> USS State of Emergency. The DSS Vengeance. And they all have to have badass names. We're not naming them after cities and towns. I'm the HMCS Vancouver. Gay, gay, gay. I'm the the DSS Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> you know? Whoa, coming in hot. What you got on that boat? A full complement of nuclear warheads. Oh my God. Like it's got to be that or nothing. We're not building little dinghies and calling it the fucking DSS, you know, Count Chocula. <laughs> We're not making the DSS Fisher Price Ken doll. We're making goddamn terrifying. Everyone's call sign has to be horrifying and ter- scary. You know? That's how it has to be. It's got to be this way. Anderson Palin says, to be honest, the Navy fucked up pretty big by letting Cher get through. That was the last strike. Oh, not her again. Well, she's got to go. We got to get River. Yeah, <laughs> says the New Zealand Prime Minister flew to BlackRock's office in New York for a meeting, not the other way around. Exactly, this is exactly what I'm saying. That's stupid. Our heads of state, who are supposed to be the most powerful people in the land, go to these rich assholes to be told what to do. BlackRock is like one of the most powerful companies in the world. They may run the. They own so much. That's. I mean, th- until people get this. They just don't want to, I guess. It like it just makes sense to me. I remember struggling with this going, no, that can't be, can it? When I was like 23. But once you understand how it works, it's very like, it's it's silly and childish to me that you don't get this. If you really think the prime minister or the president of whatever country you're in is that's where the, the buck stops with him, you're, in, you're a child. That's not how it works. That's just not how it works. That's like drawing a picture of an en- of a car and where the engine is, you just draw like a bunch of like squiggly lines like that's where a bunch of shit's going on and it just works somehow. No, that is a childlike understanding of the situation. That's the engine part goes vroom vroom bing and go and then it go and you put the pedal down and it go. Yes, but how does it work? You turn it on and it go. That's not an engine. No. I mean yes, but but no. Next. Uh there's like like a little explosion and there's like air you need air go on and and like fuel goes in man and there's like you know like boom and it's like you know it's like a whole 
Hey, do you know about the aliens, man? Ah, f you were close. You're getting there. Anyway, next. <laughs> There's like the president, and then and we vote, and we get the libs out. If we vote and we get the libs out, then we get our new shiny guy, and he sits on top of the on top of the big chair and everybody listens to him and then we get our way and everything is fixed now this has been conversations with the inner monologue of a boomer conservative party of canada voter just get the libs out <laughs> just get the libs out and you can <laughs> get them out I, I can't even say real words because I doubt they can do it. They have no grasp of the situation. They have a childlike understanding of real life. That needs to change. People need to understand. There's these organizations, the Tides Foundation. There's so many of these organizations that in, in these NGOs, there's big money. The shit that you see that you're allowed to see on here is like 2% of what's actually going on. And you guys remember the Keel Burgers? Hello, hello, big scandal. It, are, it came and went already. You probably have no idea who I'm talking about. It's gone. Sometimes something bubbles at Jody Wilson. Hello, hello, anybody in there? Just gotta get the libs out. Um, you might as well believe that your street captain in the mafia is who's in charge. So you're in like... I don't care. Boston. It doesn't matter. Any American city. It doesn't even have to be like the Italian model. You can be in, in, in Chicago, right? The street captain of whoever that, or that, that, whoever controls that territory is, whatever gang that is, Bloods, Crips, Latin Kings, whatever the fuck they have there. I don't know. You think that that guy who's in charge of the 10 of you, that's it? No, no one's above him. We, we just got to do what Leroy says. We do what Leroy says. Fuck Leroy. We need a, we need a new captain. And, and it should be me, and I'll take over. You're not taking over shit. You're just getting a promotion in a bigger organization. Maybe you move off the street entirely. You get kind of a off-the-street job, you know? And it goes up and up and up. and up. It's, it's just every, every human power structure is a pyramid. Organized crime, mafias, street gangs, the, the military, politics, education, the entertainment industry. Do you think that Tom Cruise is equal to a guy that did a couple extra episodes on fucking Supernatural. No. You know, Tom Cruise is way the fuck up here and you're nothing. Oh, but they're both actors. No, it, you're, no, you don't listen. You don't listen. Power is currency. And the people that have more power are more powerful. And there's people a lot more powerful than the presidents and prime ministers and... and and so on that, that run the countries but they do need to be managed it's a, they have a lot of responsibility sometimes they go rogue then they got to be dealt with you know what i mean and there's evidence of that happening all over history as well um saint maurice bear says thanks to philip's blood i have a court appearance tomorrow i got enough for one more i'll make one more at the end maybe it's so good you guys I've had it every summer for like three summers, and I just, uh, it's just my favorite summertime. I can't drink it any other time. For some reason, the summertime, it's a great fruity tropical. I'm not doing any more Phillips, Phillips blood advertisements. I did two of them last already on Monday. But it's so much, it's way too powerful. It's too, 
I probably shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have unleashed it on the world. I've probably killed someone already. Sean M says DSS kill fuck soul shitter. I like the attitude. Um, the aggression and the violence is there, but we're going to need to polish it up on a little bit because it, it's not its not as terrifying as it could be. We were trying to instill fear here. We want other people to know that when the kill fuck soul shitter is coming, they should be scared instead of laugh and go, what? That's kind of, what, what are they, are they serious? I'm looking for a more piss your pants, we're all going to die. I want, when people hear the name of the of a DSS vessel coming their way, I want the immediate reaction to be, piss you, somebody pisses their pants in, a, in any group of 20 people, and at least two of them immediately start praying. They just fall to the ground and start praying and crying immediately. That's the fucking reaction I need from the fucking Navy. I Because I, that way, no one's ever going to fight you, and you won't ever have to fight. And you'll always win. Nobody dies. You know, you just rule through ultimate and total fear. And that's a, that's a great old, uh, the old um, yin and yang of that, isn't there? And, and it, it's scary. Because it's true that the two most effective and powerful like leaders and rulers in, in history... There's only two ways to, to reach the pinnacle of power. Like where you have full fucking control and they're just like, these guys are fucking, they're like a force of nature. Like, uh, so there's, there's, you can be loved and you can be feared, but you can't be both. You, can, you can't be both. You can't be both. You can be loved or you can be feared. You could be, what do you think Genghis Khan was? <laughs> you know what I mean? Abs, everyone is so fucking terrified of you. No one dares even try to fucking oppose, and you have complete control over everyone. Or they, they're so in love with this person and they believe in them so much that they'll die to protect them and do anything that it takes. Either way, but those are the two, those are the two paths to fucking... And, and uh, that's what they do. And psychopaths tend to be the other kind. The, I would rather... Rule by fear, you know, like fucking Vlad the Impaler, <laughs> like crazy, like there's dude, those are, that's how it's done. Hen, there's a few English kings that fit the bill there, pretty good. <laughs> lock the peasants in the barn and burn them alive. But my lord, I said lock the peasants. Okay, okay, okay. Killing their own wives and sons and shit, like those guys are ruthless. But one thing's for sure, if everybody's that scared of you, they're not fucking around. Oh, that's the flagship. Lynn has just named the flagship. Lynn says the DSS FYMM. That's the flagship of the entire empire. That's the that's like the galactic enterprise. That's the battleship. Sean M says DSS Radiant Vengeance. See now, now you're getting there. That's good. That's better. Much improved. I I'll approve that name. How many boats are we gonna have? Lots. And they're all just huge and slow and terrifying. <laughs> I'm thinking Return of the Jedi kind of aesthetics, you know, like really just mean and menacing looking, um, kind of uniform in a lot of ways, sort of, um, you know, not like the rebel ships that were, you know, all mishmash of different things. I want big, strong, manufactured looking steel power, you know? Fuck yeah. That's you don't want to fight that. 
That's what we need. We need that, Lynn. Canvas Key says USS Wrinkle Less Wrinkle. Nice try. Nice try. Chief Dogma says DSS Stalin Skullfuck. Well, it's better. We're, we're wasting all of our time on, on strange names for places that don't exist, but what should exist. It exists. Cannons? Elias, Elias, that's right. We need cannons. Lots of giant, huge cannons. <laughs> Let's never look at that Navy story again. It makes me sad inside and out. Um, there was the... We'll do this, and then I'll, you know... Top obviously has got to be at the end. So, who's surprised? Not me. I'm not happy about this. I'm, I, I. So it appears according to multiple uh, news outlets, that the RCMP commissioner, Miss Piggy, has made a backroom deal to help the uh, government push gun control efforts after the mass shooting in Nova Scotia. It says, quote, the commissioner said she had promised the Minister of Public Safety and the Prime Minister's office that the RCMP would release this information. So what happened is, I'll spare you the details, what happened was the government told the RCMP what to do. The RCMP said, we don't want to do that. We're not going to do that because it's going to jeopardize our investigation. And the government said, I don't care. Do it anyway. And the RCMP said, oh, okay. So the government is now directing. They're the Stasi. The legal system is supposed to be parallel. It's not, it's not a chain of command. It's not in the chain of command. It doesn't go, it's not supposed to, but it very much is. I'm not trying to be naive here. I very much understand that. But the way it's supposed to work is people, and then you've got the government, and then the cops and lawyers and judges are over here. They don't have a side. They don't have an opinion. They've dedicated themselves to going, it is my purpose to make sure it's by the rules and it's fair and, and you know, the right things are done and the wrong things are dealt with and th that's it. I don't make friends. I don't fucking have a bias. I don't, and that's not what happened, is it? Now they've, now they've picked a side. They're political police. They are the Gestapo. They are the Stasi. That is a disgusting horrendous thing to be the political police you are the political police you're politically controlled you're like the nkvd you're like you're like mao's red guard how does that feel to be politically controlled your oath and your duty and your, your soul is not bound by justice. It is controlled and puppeteered and fueled by political machinations to which you willingly knelt down and kissed the ring of and go to work every day with your big fat pay raise and your big fat paycheck and your big fat house with your big fat wife and your big dumb stupid fucking kids that all have three boosters in them. That's what you did. You made a choice. It's not my fault. You didn't recognize what was happening. 
here's a metaphor you cops can probably fucking understand. Most, most of you guys get DUIs anyway and never get punished. If someone gets shit-faced and, and runs someone down or causes a, a, a death in a motor vehicle accident, did, are, they, are they, oh, it wasn't my fault. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, no, it is your fault. You should have known better than to put yourself even in that position. How do you not control yourself? How do, how do, you, how do you not do that? The police should have known better than to put themselves in a position like this. To even be there in the first place. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't really know what I was doing. Ah, ah, ah. That doesn't work on anyone, anywhere. We all agreed, you included. That's the rule. So you're saying the rules are different for for us than they are for you. Is that so? That does appear to be the case. When you can shoot people in the back of the head when they're handcuffed, you can raid their homes, steal their guns, you can rape and kill people, you can have the picked and pig farm, you can do all the fucking nonsense you did in Nova Scotia, burn the evidence and change the timelines. Do it all. Do whatever the hell you want, apparently. And at the same time, you want us to salute you and treat you like, like... I sympathize with the, the what I'm presuming to be a 10% or less of the RCMP that are decent human beings that know exactly what I'm talking about because I was part of an organization like this before that I could see everybody was like, this is shit, this is fucking, but you just suck it up and do it because what are you going to do? You need to do something. You need to say something. You need to make this right. Or at the very least, you need to walk away. Is this who you want to be? You want to be part of this? I mean, look at this. You're making deals with the government for for gun control. Why is that bad? Well, um, because I would hope that you're supposed to be the most morally upright upst I mean your whole purpose is to be the guy that's like you know keeping right and wrong at bay keeping putting bad guys in jail and protecting good people that's supposed to be you right and at the same time you have no moral scruples or, or no alarms or red flags whatsoever nothing crosses your mind that goes hey maybe just maybe we shouldn't use the dead corpses of 23 people in, a, in, in Nova Scotia to advance a political agenda that feels exceptional greasy and fucked up and wrong for me to do especially as a police officer where it's my duty to do the exact fucking opposite of that I should arrest you for even asking me to do that that's what probably should have happened but that's not what happened what does it really mean what does it really mean And this is the original story from the Halifax Examiner. It says the commissioner, Brenda Lucky, tried to jeopardize mass murder investigation to advance the government's gun control efforts. Look how happy she is to be next to him. All the stooges clapping behind. This, guys, she didn't help him get away with a speeding ticket. You're using the biggest mass murder in Canadian history to fulfill political goals. If I have to... Brothers, if I have to explain to you why that's wrong, you're never coming back. You're gone. 
Like, I'm sad for you that, that, that your soul is that gone that you don't see why this is wrong. That's how far apart we are. That's why, like, you know, we can't, we can't coexist, I don't think. How do you, how do you not understand that this is wrong? Not just a little wrong, like incredibly wrong. And, and worse than that, one of the guys that came out and said, blew the whistle on this, they threw him under the bus. According to the public safety minister and RCMP superintendent, I believe that's the rank I'm not entirely sure, Darren Campbell, wrote that uh, Brenda Lucky was upset that police in Nova Scotia were not revealing more information about the weapons used in the April 2020 shooting. They wanted to use the iconography, the imagery, the scary, what did I say earlier about, about uh, you know, basically brainwashing, controlling your mind and, and, and making influencing people without realizing they're being influenced. They wanted to put up scary graphics of specific guns and they wanted to talk about those guns and how it is you get those guns. And they wanted people afraid of guns, scary, to, to advance the agenda to get the gun ban through. And they asked for the RCMP's help in, in doing this. And the commissioner said, okie dokie. And some of them apparently pushed back and said, no, that is going to... We're trying to track where these guns came from. We have counterparts in the United States that are investigating. If I start putting the shit out there, it's going to scramble. They're going to, it's going to tip. They're going to fuck me. I'm investigating something. Shut up. But the commissioner was okay with that. And she was, she was upset that they didn't. And now the, and, and, and they're saying, oh, this guy came to his own conclusions. Says the, uh, says his public safety minister. That guy's just crazy. There's only a minute. If I can stomach listen to this for He's a fish in a man's body. You're not a person. You're not a human being. You're a fish in a man's body. Comfortable that there was no interference in, in this case. I've made that statement in the house. The commissioner has also made that statement, confirming that there was no interference in this case. And so, and so that's the information we've provided. I, I, I recall this terribly tragic incident in which a member of the RCMP and many Canadians lost their lives and there was a great deal of, 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 of trauma that was Im impacting on those officers and on that community. There was a need, and we heard it very clearly from the people of Nova Scotia, the families and the communities. For answers? Communities that were impacted by this violence, you know, they wanted information, they needed information. Yeah, how is that going? And the RCMP had an incredibly difficult job, and so I have a great deal of empathy and sympathy for the challenges both faced by the community and the RCMP in these circumstances. I think the, the, the commissioner of the RCMP has been very clear um, that, that she uh, is, it regrets some This guy used to be a cop, by the way. If you didn't know that, he used to be, he was in charge of the Toronto police. The G7 riot, all the fucking fuckery and nonsense that went on there, that, that was this guy. He's not a good guy. He's a massive liar and scumbag. Anyway. Aspects of the conversation she had with her subordinates, but that's entirely between the commissioner and her subordinates. There is no involvement or role for government in that. I, re I respect those processes. Oh, there's, there's no, the government had nothing. No, no, okay. Cabinet confidence then? You're going to stick with that? Release the documents then. They won't. There's no cross-examination. We're not allowed to ask these cops anything. They're allowed to testify in secret. And if they haven't retired and gotten a nice retirement package, they've been promoted. And the RCMP said, quote, we wouldn't change a thing about what we did.
I'm just going to be honest here, guys. You may think that what you're doing is protecting the institution, your friends, your job, the career, the RCMP, the whole thing. I understand that, you know, it's my team, it's my people, it's my... Yeah. But if you're honest with yourself and you're not a piece of shit, you, you join to be a police officer because your interest is in, well, probably having a decent living because let's, let's face it, you guys make a lot of money. But also, you wanted to be a good guy that protects your community and, you know, have be someone that people can rely on to, you know, be there for them when, when, when fucking bad things happen. That's, your, that's what you're for. And right now, what you're doing by circling the wagons and protecting yourselves and your own people, you're hurting the people you, you signed up to protect. You're hurting us. You're hurting the public. You've destroyed public trust in the RCMP. You've destroyed public confidence. You're not answering questions. You're protecting the few people in your organization at the expense of entire communities, entire families, people that will never get answers, and they got to live with that pain and that trauma, and it will go generationally. This is now a story of Nova Scotia that is being written by the hour, by the day, the month, and the year, and you're con- in your in your. No, it's not a good story. This isn't helping. You're hurting people. And if that doesn't bother you, if that doesn't motivate you to do something about it, then you and I are just not the same. Because this is not okay. And what you're doing is completely fucked. I'd like to see you do a better job. I 100% with unflinching confidence guarantee I could do a better job I was a 20 year old kid in a war zone with a fucking machine gun a C9 light machine gun with a 200 round magazine box attached to it with three more on my hip grenades I had a pistol sometimes great big knife and people were actually shooting at me and trying to kill me and my friends all the time. You know how many people I shot at that I wasn't supposed to? Zero. You know how many civilians I killed? Zero. Don't act like you have a monopoly on dangerous situations. Oh, you don't understand. It always like to be out here. Oh, I very much do, actually, officer. I very much know what it's like to be hunted by men and have people shoot at you. And, you know, your heart's beating through your fucking neck. And you're like, second to, you could die any second. You don't know where these motherfuckers even are. You could be in that car. You could be in that car. That car could explode, man. Don't tell me I don't know what that's like. I know that's like better than you ever fucking will. And I'm telling you, you did a bad job. Did a real bad job. And rather than owning that, and, and working to make it better and fix the problem so it doesn't happen again. We promoted the people that fucked it up so badly and we're not answering questions and you're all okay with that. Doesn't matter what it does to the people that I'm supposed to be here to protect. I mean, this is like beating the shit out of your own kids. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Who are you? What are you? How do they, how do they not an, think and, 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 and ask themselves these things?
It doesn't have to be like this. I believe most people are followers. They don't have, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, this is how people are. And, and some people are leaders or slash followers to a certain degree, depends on the situation, person, et cetera. Like there's a, it's a scale, it's a spectrum, like the genders. And I believe that if you have, that most people who are the following type, if coerced and manipulated property can be made to do whatever the fuck authority tells them. What happens when the authority is fucking evil? They're going to do evil things. They, they will. They, people do what they're told. So the, 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 the objective is not to destroy large institutions and people. It's the, you got to go for the head of the snake. Always. Medusa. The leadership. The people making the decisions and calling the shots... If we're living in a, world, in a nightmarish world of corruption like this, you need to look at the people in charge because they have the power to stop it from happening and the responsibility to stop it from happening, and they're not doing either. So they have failed in their capacity as leaders, as, as leaders of the Canadian people, and they need to be removed. They need to be removed, and they need to be investigated, and they need to be punished and held to account for what they've done. Because if they're not, resignations are not enough, firings are not enough, public humiliations are not enough. They must be punished to deter people in the future from doing the same thing. There must be an example set that we will not tolerate liars, thieves, corruption, and self-entitled, self-interested, grandiose ideas of muckery at the expense of the people you were elected and paid to serve. That can never be acceptable, and that needs to be absolute. That attitude needs to be torn out by the very extreme roots of its existence, fired into the sun by giant catapults, and its adherents burned at the stake, crushed by a dumpster, gunner rope if need be. They gotta go to jail, guys. Because why else would they stop? If you can steal with impunity, rape with... If you're a rapist and you can rape anybody you want, anytime you want, do you think you'd ever get bored of it? You know when they stop? Because somebody gets a shovel. Identify the problem, address the problem, fix the problem. That's all it is. Identify, address, solve. <laughs> Lynn says 69 or 420 ships. From here on out, the, de the, the declaration is Dagalon must have a variational number, whether it's 6,969 ships, or 420 ships, or 4,020 
point two six. It's got those are the numbers we're using, and nothing else. It's got to be that many or nothing. Porky Foreskin, lovely, says Philip the Goat, the legend. He's the hero Dagalon deserves. A watchful protector, a silent guardian, a dark knight, and always high. Lynn says we need to stop having actors, sometimes literally as leaders. I very much agree. I'm big on leadership. I got spoiled. I got I got spoiled as a little kid. I had great leaders. Even in the Army Reserves, the first few, few, few guys I had were combat veterans. They were airborne guys. They were fucking awesome. And because I was in the Army Reserves, it's a small unit. There's like 20 of us, right? I had... I could have as much of their attention as I wanted. It was just us and them all the fucking time, just soaking it up all day long. The little things they would do, how they would act, how they would conduct themselves, how they would treat themselves, treat others around them, how they, you know. So I really admire and respect like real great leaders. I, I've met a couple and it's just, you know. But the, the ones that I like, the ones I don't like are the guys that rule by, by fear, which are shitty. They're assholes. But, uh, but the funny thing is in the army, they're some of the most effective. They're just scary, psychotic fucking assholes. You just do what he fucking says or he's going to, you know. And in a way, that's like a form of love. And it's, it depends on what's going through that guy's head. He might just be a psychopath or he may have just been like, this is what works. You need to feel this way and you need to be afraid of everything that I fucking say. So that you'll do what I say when I say it so that you don't die. If he's really good at his job, that's a fair point. You know, you meet up with the guy years later and goes, I never hated you. I was just trying to keep you alive. That's like kind of the, the, the paradox. If you watch Band of Brothers, a lot of people would say um, the first episode, David Schwimmer has a big role in that series. He plays a guy named uh, Captain Sobel. Real guy, true story. He ended up trying to kill himself later in life. I think it's a sad story. Everyone hated Captain Sobel in the series. He was just an asshole and a dickhead, whatever. And I think they did make some allusions to it. The guy was not a good combat leader. That's not what he, he, he was a teacher, though. He trained those guys to... His method of training troops was great. He produced a fucking unit. Like, these guys were killers, right? He wasn't so much good with the, the tactical stuff, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make him a piece of shit and a bad officer? Absolutely not. It means that, holy fuck, you're like a rock star recruit school guy. But he didn't want to be that. He wanted to go jump out of the planes and fight the, you know, fight the Germans and be a hero, you know, that kind of thing. But it's like, dude, you're not going to be good at that. You're going to be horrible at that, actually, because you're very jumpy and you're skittish and you can't think on the fly. That's these are things we need. And, and that's going to go badly for you and everyone around you. What we will do is make you we're going to give you a school where you can teach. We want you to make that this fucking badass unit of killing machines that you made. Do this. Do more of this, please. That is far more valuable. You will do so much more damage to the enemy in our war effort doing this basically as a giant vagina that just pops out killing machines at rapid rate all the time. Dude, we need that. We need you to... I need you to birth me <laughs> grotesquely graphic <laughs> descriptions of killing machines. Can you do that for me? And they promoted like a colonel or something. I think he was a... I can't remember what he was in the war ended. Maybe not that high, but... Really, though, but but men don't think that way a lot of times because it's it, take it personal and it's like it'll never be the same. It's never the same thing as conquering, you know, Vimy Ridge or, or Monte Cassino like he wasn't there. He was a guy that just trained people in the schools the whole time, which sucks because I get I get it. Right. But at the same time, that's a, that's a thing you need if you don't have guys like that to do that job. And I had an officer like that once. And it's like, hey, he you know, he was good at what he did. And that's, that's how an army works. You take people that are, and you put them in the places that they're good at. 
Some people are good at certain things. Some people are terrible at other things. You put every the right man for the right job. And you'll fucking... Uh, there you go. <laughs> so all of you out there building militia terror cells, you know? <laughs> Don't force it. Some guys are good at certain things. If they're good at it, let them do it. You know? Like hockey game. It's the same kind of thing. Like you're running a football team or a hockey team. Like this guy fucking, for whatever reason is really great shorthanded. Put him on the fucking penalty killing unit. All the time. I don't know why, but he's good at... But he's terrible at everything else. I know that, but for whatever fucking reason, however reason, whatever reason the planets have aligned and the alkaline acidity of my piss is the right kind of temperature today, I don't care what it is right now. He's kicking ass, and I'm going with it. He's got some kind of weird Rain Man thing going on with his brain where he's real good at this. So let's just let him do it. Meritocracy. Best person for the the best person for the best for the job always. That should be. And when did we lose that? When did we forget that that was a good way to live? Should the best person for the job always get the job? Well, that depends if they're a cis privileged white heterosexual man or not. And if they no, yes, the answer is yes. The answer is always yes. Yes, whoever is the best for the job should get the job, regardless of everything else. That's why. That's why I like the army. It's a meritocracy. It didn't matter. It did not matter. They'll try and tell you it does. They'll try and say, it's all racist and sexist and full of... No, it's not. No, it's not. They're just... Um, they're, they're doing a good job of trying to destroy it, though. And they've, they've done a good job. It's really sad what they've done. Senior Bean says, manufacturing consent. I think the audiobook is floating around. That's a great book. Yes. Is that Edward Bernays' book? Manufacturing consent. That's exactly what they do, man. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You, Senior Bean gets it. Al Stern just says, Ree! Thank you for, I, I did some reading earlier. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that re, that reading. Uh, Lynn says, you still haven't told me about how to tie my boots. <laughs> You're doing great, kid. I'm a terrible militia leader. Um, and apparently I'm a neo-Nazi as well. Chris Jason says, lots of respect for you, Rage. Thank you very much, man. Uh, did you know I'm a neo-Nazi, apparently? I can't, I'm going to sue so many people. I need a fifth lawyer now. <laughs> like... <laughs> What fucking universe is it where I'm somebody's like I gotta call the lawyers? Wait, like oh who? Like which one? There's there's gonna be five now. I'm gonna have five lawyers. <sighs> I will. I will fuck. I've, I'm not even. I'm forty forty thousand dollars in already, and I'm just getting started. I will fucking dump my life into this. I will fuck you up. I I'm a pity. Petty, spiteful, ruthless, no quit, fucking, we're going to the mattresses, boy. Let's go. Uh, the Blue Tonga says, I would like to be the senior punishment administrator of Dagalon. I work cheap, and I'm full of good ideas, but I demand a cool hat. Cool hats are imperative. We need cool hats. Without cool hats, we're nothing. We're absolutely nothing. How long is this? Because of like mass migration, our country is experiencing. That's not enough time. It's not enough time. I need some. I need more time to uh, to be. Oh, this, and this is worth saying as well. And some of the guys are watching. If you're going to if you're going to Ottawa for the Canada Day stuff, um, and you don't have friends or anybody to chill, you're just going there. Like I I don't I go. I have no idea where to go. Or who to find? Find the Veterans for Freedom uh, people and and the James Top crew and and stick with them. I don't trust anyone else and there is a lot of crazy shenanigans going on so if my word means anything to you do what they're doing go where they're going and follow their lead and if they say something is we we gotta get the fuck out of here do what they say 
Okay? No one else. Don't listen. That is your... Like investing. Safe stocks, you know? Say That is your safest, most definitely assured bet where nothing fucked up's gonna happen. They're not gonna fucking attack the part. Nothing weird's going on. Nobody's building bot. You know what I mean? You gotta worry about any of that. They're, they're exactly what they say they are. They're exactly who they appear to be. I fucking promise you. And um, outside of that, uh, there is some weird, wild shenanigans uh, being discussed and talked about. And as much as it pains me to say this, <laughs> I'm, mostly, I'm mostly joking. I've had my differences with the guy in the past, I will admit. Um, however, in the following uh, little clip here between Chris Sky and uh, Marcus Ray, I gotta say, I don't disagree with anything that Chris Sky is saying. And somehow we now live in a universe where Chris Sky is the smartest guy on the screen. I'd like to have a talk with just you and Chris. I know Chris, if you talk to Christopher James about me, he'll he'll be willing. No, I know, but I'd love to talk to all, all three of us, have a conversation at once, because I'd love to be able to support the idea if I can, if I know that it's a, done in a way that they can't make it seem illegal, they can't make it seem like we're doing anything terroristic, et cetera, et cetera. I don't see how they can make it be terroristic when it's just Canadian people asking for justice. The only thing I'm worried about is if you get into a stalemate situation where Christopher James and his team are correct and they go in there with all the right paperwork and you get some fucking corrupt ass judge that basically tells you to go fuck yourself because they think they can. And then they call in a heavy armed presence, and then you have a heavy armed presence who's unlawfully protecting these fucking scumbags, and that riles up the thousands and thousands of people outside, and they try to go inside. And if you have thousands and thousands of people outside, and they try to go inside, they're going to call that a terroristic occupation, and then they're going to try to arrest everybody involved. Okay, and if, if you understood the setup, you'd realize that a thousand and thousands of people outside cannot go inside. No, they can't, but... How stoned is Chris Scott look right now? <laughs> he looks ripped out of his mind. But if you don't let people if you don't let people in and out, they're gonna say that you're blockading or sieging the building, and that's another terroristic act. Yes. Do you hear what he's saying? Like they're they're planning to occupy buildings, courthouses, government buildings. Ugh. I'm just gonna let this play out for a few more minutes, and I'll just explain to you exactly what's gonna fucking happen here. He doesn't have five thousand anything. Nope. No, he doesn't. Do you hear what he's talking about? Ready to die on the steps of the courthouse. Like, he's talking like this is fucking D-Day. And even, you know... I should say even. That's not fair. My 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 criticisms of Chris Guy have had actually nothing to do with his... Um, I think he's kind of a... I think he's a dickhead. <laughs> that's all. Right? However, um, his judgment on this situation isn't 100% correct. Hands, 
the problem is if they if they are of that mindset and they are ready to die as you say and they have no weapons in their hand the police will just start shooting them with rubber bullets and when then what's going to happen they're not going to die they're going to get angry they're going to start fighting back and then we're going to have exactly what the government wants we're going to yep. have an embroiled violent confrontation whether they're armed or not yep and they're going to be able to make us look like the bad guys most importantly Here's another weird question. Shields, Marcus? What the fuck are you talking about? This is starting to sound like Patriot Front, isn't it? So you got a bunch of shields. You want people to dress the same. And they cost a lot of money, he says. So what, hundreds, thousands? What money? From from where? From your from your strip male stripper career? Don't you have a bunch of court actions pending against you for fraud and con man activity? Where are you getting what it sounds to me like half a million dollars worth of fucking shields and, and protective equipment? What the fuck is going on here, man? Fair enough. We're going in there in full uniform. Full uniform? What? So there's uniforms. I'm just picturing that this is play- this is what this guy has been openly planning in Canada for months. And we kind of held off on commenting, but people did dig in. The V4F intelligence side uh, guys and Tom Quiggan and others. Just- I mean, this guy's a fucking con man. This is what he does. There's... Tons of bad shit on this guy. And now he's running around telling everybody it's time to get their guns. Time to get your guns, guys. We're gonna we're ready to die on the court. And we're all gonna have matching uniforms. I got shields I bought for everybody, and I get whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Here's what's gonna happen, dude. Like, do you really fucking believe? Oh, Christopher James. So what? You're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna kidnap politicians. Is what you're talking about doing? Kidnap government officials, drag them into some courthouse that you've occupied, hold some kind of kangaroo court as the building is surrounded by militarized-looking people. This is gonna play great on CBC, by the way. And you're just gonna you know what? Sentence them to to death or what? And then what? Ha- and that's gonna be legitimate. And you think Canada's gonna go? Well, I mean, they did it in a courthouse. It's legit. I mean, it's legit. I mean, look, I saw it on TV. It's legit. No, they're going to think you're a bunch of fucking terrorists and crazy people. And Chris Guy is correct. And now let me tell you what happens now. If you make it this far, which I fucking very much doubt, let me tell you something, Mr. Ray. You're going to make... This is what's going to happen next, okay? All of the police, and I mean all, like Terminator 2, all of them are going to cordon off the entire area. Maybe the whole city. Okay, that's what's going to happen first. And then you're going to enter a siege where they're going to surround you and cut you off and you're not going to have food, water, supply. You might have to camp out in the building for days and they're going to keep weakening you. They're going to turn this into a crime. Eventually, if you don't surrender, the military is going to show up. Okay, that's what, and then it's going to be, now you really got to surrender. And then eventually after they've grown tired and they go, well, the, they're not going to surrender. They're going to be retarded. They're going to fill that entire building with fucking tear gas and CS gas and flashbangs. And they are going to come in and physically drag you the fuck out of there at gunpoint. And you're going to go to prison for 25 years. That is what is going to happen. Whatever you think is going to happen That is incorrect. What I just told you is going to be 100% on my big fucking strong legs. That is going to be the result of what what the fuck your plan sounds like. We got thousands of ex-military employees. No, you don't because 
any corporal grunt fucking private that's been on one company exercise in his life would go this sounds like a really bad idea yeah it is it re it's a really bad idea actually it's like one of the worst i've ever heard but no somebody's gotta do something you're right let's suicide let's all suicide and give the government every reason it would ever need to outlaw political opposition and throw people in jail at whim under suspicion of terrorism forever and ever right because because if it happened in alberta it could happen to you where are the nazis are they in your town and then people like me just end up getting going to jail on on suspicion because like we can't take the chance they're organizing insurrections everywhere Look what happened in Alberta with Marcus Ray! Look what happened with Marcus Ray! We need to put them in jail! It could be Marcus Ray! I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But if that's what they do and carry out doing, that's not a plan. That, that, that might as well be someone coming to you and go, hey man, we're going to rob a bank. And they're going to go, okay, I don't even know you. I've never met you in my life. And you want me to rob a bank with you? Yes. All right, I'm retarded. Let's continue. So here's the plan, right? Like, we're going to get a bunch of guys. Uh-huh. And we're going to go down there. Right. And then we're going to, like, rob the bank. I see. Okay, you in? What? Are, are you in, bro? No, no, I'm not in. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. How do you get the money out of the bank? Uh, where do you put it? Uh, do you have enough bags? Uh, how much does it weigh? How many people can carry that much weight? Do you have vehicles that are rated to carry that much weight? You got vans, you got trucks. Uh, where are they going to go? What's the escape route? Where are you, how are you getting away? There's going to be helicopters. There's going to be lots of cops. How do you evade them? Where do you go? What's the plan? How do you, what happens if you get trapped? Do we shoot our way out? Do we have guns? Do we, uh, uh, you didn't even fucking think about this, you stupid motherfucker. No, I'm not robbing a bank with you and absolutely not in a million fucking years am I going to try and overthrow the government with you okay not that I don't at least admire the hustle but you're really dumb okay I don't I don't if you think this is the matrix and I'm Neo and I'm just gonna jump off the fucking building try again come on the government don't try to recruit me like this again you can do better they tried to recruit me come on guys Send hot chicks next time at least. Show me some respect. Just once, just this once, do it for me. Stop.
too fast but i was like you know what i think i'm going for it i think we might do extra innings tonight i don't know <laughs> i can't make this bet because in my head i'm like i could mix a drink but i gotta play something so i have to be off screen i'm like wait i don't know if there's enough juice i don't know if there's any juice left in the fridge and then i'm like if i make the commitment to make this drink and i get up and there's no juice in the fridge I'm going to have to just drink it out of the glass with nothing. And that's fucked. <laughs> I mean, that, that would just be... That'd be crazy, right? I mean, nobody would do that. Because that's just... <laughs> you know, I mean... If I did that, I'd be some kind of like... Crazy person. Please be juice in the fridge! Juice the We're going back into the PB's tonight, boys. Remember, and on my phone, this that's one, and we're gonna do two. It's another weird commercial for a drink I invented. That's two, two, two ounces. The old Spice Rum here. He's going with Captain Morgan. Not a bad choice. Coming up next, Triple Sack. He's going to spritz with that up a little bit with a little bit of a... Well, almost. Oh, that might have been an ounce. I'm not sure. He might have overpoured that one. He might have overpoured that one, Johnny. We don't know. Coming up, we got the... We got Amaretto in the form of Desirono with its awkwardly squared top head. I always hurt myself trying to open those Johnny Wiley squares. We don't know. Desirono hates its customers, we think. Here we go. One ounce of this. This, though. Maybe a little extra sprinkle. Oh, he likes it. He likes the Desirono. He likes the Desirono, Daddy. Last, of course. Sponsored by Grenadine. Roses Grenadine. An entire company based off of making obscure, strange drinks for alcoholics. Still in business after seemingly a million years. Probably from, from World War One or something. There we have it! Drink is ready to go. Is there any mix in the fridge? We're going to have to find out after these messages. Sweet mother of God, I hope so. Half a glass! Half liquor. The other half. As of now, but a hope and a prayer. We'll catch up with the after these messages. Find out what happens next on Philip's Blood Mystery Drink of Death. Document can fade away. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, I hope there's fucking... <laughs> We had, unless she poured it out and she doesn't throw anything away. I'm totally, Morgan, please, I'm praying to God that you didn't throw it out. She never throws anything away. She won't throw it away. She wouldn't have done that. 
I know her. She wouldn't do that, man. I don't know when I'm going to check. I'll have to check towards the end of the show because where are we at now? Two th fuck sakes. I got another half hour of this. Oh my fucking Christ, boys. What are we going to do now for fuck? Oh my God. I don't know. I'm out of. I'm out of shit. What do you? What do you got? Anybody? Just oh, go to Discord. I don't remember that. That was years ago. Oh, there's comments I can read. Forgot about that. I'm not gonna slam it. I, dude. I, come on. I have. I have some standards. I go far enough. I go far enough with this. I get a little bit. Uh, you know. I normally I get these guys. I get two of these. Right. They're two tall cans. It's like three beers. And I consume these over three hours. Technically, I can get up and drive away. Three beers, three hours. You're sober, son. But sometimes, something more sinister happens. Whenever I get a weird urge to do this, I feel like I just have to, and I'll never... I'm like, I'll do it later, but I never would. Sometimes... <laughs> things are different. Mm. Sometimes... Sometimes you find yourself... On the other net of a, you know, the end of an internet screen. You kind of watching people, people watching you. After a while, they start to have kind of a pull over you. Like they can make you do things. They get into your head, they get into you with their super chats and their messages and their emails and they make you think things and they make you see things. And you start to wonder, are my thoughts even my own? Or do they belong to Camus Key? Or perhaps CRJ? Maybe. Maybe it was the ferryman's toll who put this thought in my head. Are your thoughts even yours? And then one day it gets to a point where a drink is invented and no one even cares anymore if they live or die. Coming this winter. <laughs> Philip, season two. I love your drink, Philip. <laughs> there that was fun that's you that you guys ruined my life and i can't stop this is a totally codependent thing now i can't leave because i don't want to and you wouldn't let me leave. it's like we're both we're stuck together we're like the joker and batman in the eternal spiral of death we're joined forever, don't you understand? Look at my crazy eyes! If you say things with crazy eyes, you can make any... <laughs> you say it normally. Oh, you're gonna have crazy eyes when you say it! Auntie Hate is just like, screenshot, 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 screenshot. <laughs>
98, I bet you a thousand fucking dollars that uh, there's not one of you. I haven't made you laugh at least twice. Not one. I fucking dare you. It's possible they may, they, they, but they may have no sense of humor like the psychos I was talking about before. So, may I retract that? I, I would probably lose. Uh, CRJ says no horrific comments tonight. Mine Fiona just updating the list of awful words, plotting, scheming. Oh, good. Oh, great. I can't wait. Can't. I can't wait. What does it really mean? What does it really mean, it? Jesus Agrinsky says no. Oh, Noam Chomsky. Yes, I knew that. Wrote manufactured consent. That same Noam Chomsky. That has publicly stated unvaccinated people should be removed from society and figure out how to get their own food. That's true. Yeah, Jim Freedom says, what's another thousand when you have five lawyers? I know, I'm like, I'm on tilt in poker where you just stop caring about how much things cost and go, don't give a fuck anymore. I'll remortgage my house. Who fucking cares? I don't give a shit. I'm going to be dead soon anyway. I'm suing everybody. Fuck it. Woo! <laughs> Just because I hate you that much. Um, Hellbilly Deluxe says, if this isn't a false flag, even what would they be doing differently? Right. Al Stern says, dumb people are going to do dumb shit. Can't help that other than just not being a dumbass yourself. Lynn says, is Morgan not there? Pretty sure she's got you. She's not. She went down the road. I'm all by myself. This place is fucking haunted, man. I have my screen set up in such a way that there's mirrors everywhere. No, so nothing can get behind me. If anything's behind me, you guys would see me, right? You would tell me. Remember that time the ghost nearly got me in the basement? The cat was even watching it. You remember that? Gary remembers that. You have to... Why do you think I always check behind me when I'm here? I do it all the time. You not notice this? There is something else in this house. It's fucking terrifying. I want to leave so bad. But we don't have any neighbors. So nobody has to listen to us. <laughs> has its upsides. But the point of the story is, I hope to God there's juice in that fridge. I hope, I hope to God. Camus, says, Philip's revenge is Philip's blood. Without, without Philip's revenge. This is Philip's revenge. Don't you dare. How about this? Should I sip it first and see if like it's doable? Like, could I, could I smash this and not puke immediately? What if I can? And then that becomes a thing. I am a slippery slope to go in full Leahy all the time. I'm just going to, you're just going to be in here and be like, oh my God, he's been streaming for 37 hours. The thing is, Randers, is that you don't understand how shit politics works, bud. The shit levers have to push down on the shit buttons, Randy. And when those shit buttons get pushed, shit actions happen, Randy. Shit happens, Mr. Leahy. Shit happens. They produce shit results. Ladies and gentlemen, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. If I have to, if I have to drink this, I can do it. 
It's foul. It's mostly all straight liquor, but I, th I can do it. I think I can do it. If I find the juice, I'm getting that anyway. But I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. That was my own version. I wasn't trying to be Jim Leahy exactly the sound. I was trying to be, be Jim Leahy. And he, it's my version, you know? That's how actors are, guys, okay? Heath Ledger didn't try to be Jack Nicholson as the Joker, okay? He did his own way of it, right? So it was like different but same same but different but same same i gotta shut this down this whole stream has gone com it's it's only been 15 more minutes <sighs> buying time we're gonna buy some more time i can definitely keep entertaining be be the liquor let's do that everybody be some kind of liquor now um did i miss this one no i did not we're good we're good raw caught up Al Stern says, dumb people are going to do dumb shit. Can't help that. Other than just not being a dumb ass yourself. That's true. I think I got that. Got that. 613. Big and Phillips blood weirdly reminds me of some of the forget me shot from the Simpsons. The, the flaming Mo. You're not the first person to say that. The flaming Mo. This is the Phillips blood. Camus Key said, this stream, this stream is smooth tunnel. What the fuck does that mean? Is something happening? Has CERN reactivated? Oh my Amen. God. Hello everyone. God what? Bless. Who is this? I don't know where that was, where that came from. We're having an experience now, guys. This is, we've elevated to secret stream level. Do I dare smoke more weed? That would be fucked. Uh, the, the, the flaming moment, synthetic C-17 says, Godspeed, friend. I know, I'm in big trouble. Carrot SK says, turned up late with and out my glasses and thought to myself, Conor McGregor's accent is weird. This is not the McGregor show, is it? I will admit he is my son, a riley, fiery, timber, un ill tempered boy at that, but I am still proud of my begotten uh, foreign Irish son. Old Connor will do the young old man. Proud someday, Connor, if you would just turn your attention from throwing coked outfits of chairs at buses and starting whiskey companies, you could be conquering the planet, dear boy. Until then. Yeah. It uh, turns out my last name is actually McGregor. That's a fact. My dad found that out. And this is a hilarious fucking story. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as he told me, I'm like, that's true. Ever, ever have anyone tell you a story and immediately like that is the truth and you all die believing it that is 100% what happened you know what I mean when people are like they tell you a story sometimes you're like I don't know or, mm, or yeah I guess so it's like nope that's exactly what happened tattoo it on my fucking dick right now tattoo it right I don't care on my face everywhere I so believe I believe that so much it's so true so my dad is really into genealogy um and, and, and loves that stuff. The family history, the lineage, the legacy. That stuff is fucking cool. And I, I think everyone should do that because it adds an element to yourself. You know who more of you is. Because all these ancestors, all these people, their lives, their experiences, that all became you eventually. So there's a theory that I I've didn't invent, but I've, you know, maybe co-invented this. Don't give me credit for it. Whatever. That like... Say like something traumatic, something you learned, something crazy about life in your life 
a part of that knowledge can be passed to your children genetically and, and that becomes their instinct that's why we have instincts like certain things are bad it's like i don't know why i just don't like that person i don't know why but i know i shouldn't do that and i don't know why but i shouldn't etc we've all had these these times and the theory is that's where it comes it's genetic memory it's because your ancestors have been in similar situations and learned the hard way or the better way or whatever and and now you know about certain things you don't know where it comes from it comes from your 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 genealogy your your people your ancestors that's where it comes from like why are people afraid of snakes well probably snakes were biting and killing a ton of them and then we learned those are bad let's stay away from those guys you know what i mean um something like that but anyway so the story goes there was the mcgregor clan and these guys were fucking assholes Hard to believe, right? They were real assholes, and they were always causing problems and fighting with everybody, and fuck, and especially who they were fighting with was the king. I know it's hard to believe, and they really didn't like the king, and they were all up there. You're a fucking shit king, I a fucking wanker. No, they're Scottish, but I don't know why I did that one. You're a little fucking bitch of a king, yeah? Why don't you come down here and suck my Scottish cock? <laughs> oh, who is that? It's the McGregors again, sir. Oh, God. So at one point, the kingdom and the king hunt... They're like, they all have to die. They've become such a pain in the ass, we have to kill them all. Because they're just... They won't stop posting YouTube videos and podcasts and shit. So they're like, we have to fucking kill these people. So what they did was... They escaped to it and changed their name to Mackenzie. <laughs> they faked their deaths and changed their names. And now we're back. We're back, and that king can get down here and suck my Canadian dick. <laughs> You'll never kill us all! We're invincible. We are forever. We are the McGregors. Apparently, according to my dad. What I've heard. And it's crazy that it even took this much to happen. But it has happened. And finally, as I said uh, earlier, uh, James Top is in Ottawa. He's He's not... He's still got a little bit of the, so he's like driving into meetings, then going back, you know, to his camp and going, like he's going to walk and finish, finish the distance. But in the last couple of days, he's got meetings in Ottawa with uh, MPs and so on. Only uh, nine people felt like they wanted to hear what he had to say. Only nine. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, didn't hear how the second round of talks went. I would say thank you very much to the uh, the people I did recognize I saw there. I did see Leslin Lewis there. I saw um, um, my old boss there, Alex Ruff, I'm pretty sure. And there's one other guy I recognized, I thought, but anyway. I just want you to understand that imagine... The way that my brain works is fucking weird. <laughs> and the way that I kind of find the most powerful angle of a situation to go, that's probably 
where the truth of it is, is when you, you imagine yourself being different people around the situation, like, like top and, and his team and whoever. And in this case, I like to think, imagine being one of these people that was asked to come down and meet him. And you said, no, like, um, excuse me. There's a man here. He's marched on foot from Vancouver for months just to talk to you. No, thanks. Tell him I'm busy. No, thank you. <clears throat> Take your time with it. Ah, there it is. Did you just realize you made a huge mistake? This guy didn't take a bus from Gatineau and you're just dismissing it like it's nothing. Oh, and he has a massive following, by the way. What does that say about you? And what did he want? One hour of your time. One hour. Nah, I'm too busy. <laughs> wow. Okay, but um, I just want you to know we take notes. <laughs> People take notes and they remember stuff like that for a long time. Just pointing that out. Anyway, we did reach this point and this is what it took. I just want you to understand how not easy this is to do. And my, my, my version of this isn't nearly as, it, it's not even benevolent or noble or, or I'm just an idiot clown on the internet. You know what I mean? I was, po I was, I didn't intend for it. I'm just poking for, I'm just trying to fucking survive like everybody else and help people and so on. I didn't intend for the fucking meme to become the national emergency. You know what I mean? That's craziness. That's crazy. But like, it had to get this crazy. I mean, that doesn't just happen is what I'm saying. I didn't just, I didn't make a YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't go to a rally. I didn't, none of, and you guys did. This didn't just happen. To get to this, to, to get to the point where People are talking about you in the highest halls of power of the country. That is a very huge fucking thing to deal with as a human being. I'm just letting you know from experience. To know that the most powerful people in the country are fucking talking about you on TV? That's not for everybody. How, and then in this situation, you, they finally have now recognized Warren Officer Top. I'm not, I refuse to call him James Top. He's Warren Top. He's Warren Officer Top. He's a warrant officer. When people say, warrant, it's warrant officer. Warrant officer! I always said warrant officer. <laughs> I was that guy. Hey, McKenzie, warrant officer! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, dude, he's a warrant officer. He's, he's earned the... You can say both words. You can say both words. You want to go, you want to go do three Bravo? What was, or was it five, five Bravo? Wait, what's the warrant scores? Two Bravo, three... I can't remember. It's been a while. 
But anyway, it sucks. It is shit. Basically, you got to do the infantry platoon commander course, but you're 36. <laughs> you're not 22. You're 30. You're my age. Like, hey, you remember that brutal fucking physical like beating we put you through when you were like 20 years old in the infantry course? Yeah. And you remember how you heard like the, the officer one is even worse. It's way worse. Yeah. Well, we're going to make you do that. But now with all your back and knee injuries and you're deaf and you can't sleep, you're all fucked up. Does that sound good? So that's when people come out of the army warrant off, infantry warrant officer program. They're no longer human beings. There's, there's some, there's somewhere between, uh, they're living, but their soul is gone. They exist in the spirit world is what I'm saying. Anyone that's been in the infantry for any length of time knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's kind of funny. It's exaggeration, but it's a little bit true, isn't it? Something happens to you between sergeant and warrant officer, and you just start to become something else. <laughs> it's like the toll on my human soul has been paid, and now I am starting to become death itself. You just, uh, not all of them. Obviously, we've had some, we've had some, some fucking creatures and sergeant majors and RSMs, but the good ones, you know what I mean? There's just an extra oomph to it. So when you hear a guy's a warrant officer, you're like, okay. This guy really hates, really hates life. <laughs> I'm willing to hear it out. So the fact that these people couldn't be bothered to come down here, he has to say, horrible. And now, and from his own personal sacrifice, nothing from, from a good place, from a good heart, for the good of everyone in the community, he, he's, he's propelled himself as just another guy on the couch to a, a national figure. He's being talked about in the highest halls of power in the country, and everybody is looking at him, and everybody is watching what's going on. That's fucking incredible. That is an incredible... That, that just happened. And how did he do it? A fucking... The hardest way possible, probably. He probably picked the hardest possible way to get attention from the machine, and he did it. So I just want to say... Congratulations. That's not an easy thing to do. This guy kicks ass and he fucking marched across the goddamn country for all of us. And he's, he's there. He did it. He's complete. And he's almost done. We're going to finish the, uh, the march here on the 30th. I think he's coming in. And, um, it's just, it's impressive, you know, for somebody to care that much, to hurt themselves that much. For, and, and that's what it is. Could have flew there, could have drove there, but that wasn't the point. He physically hurt himself. You think this is fun? It's terrible. It's Ruck's horrible. It's a horrible time. <laughs> Feet up two sizes, back, fox, knees, knees, shoulder. He's, his body's probably, and he's already like near 50, right? So the hardest thing probably physically this guy's career he's ever done, he does at the end when he's near 50 years old. You don't get the, the juice of a 22-year-old anymore, 25, 26. I mean, you can just run forever. You can run forever. You can fucking fuck forever. You can do everything forever when you're 26. <laughs> you can drink forever. We'll never die. Remember being in the shacks when you're 26? We're, we're invincible. You know, I benched 325 today. It was great. <laughs> but now he's got to do this challenge at the, at, you know, like that's crazy. This guy's hardcore. So the fact that they don't want to come down and meet him means you didn't even, you didn't even think about this. You even think about what's required, how difficult this is, how much this must mean to him and to the people supporting him. Nah, I'm busy texting on their phone and leaves. Anyway, we'll see what happens. And uh, as James approaches Ottawa, there's going to be more and more people there. There's going to be more and more national attention to this. Maybe it gets picked up by Fox News. Maybe, I don't know. 
But uh, we're just getting started, and this is the same point in the last game when finally the establishment was forced to recognize, okay, the thing exists, which was the convoy. Okay, the James Top thing is real. Let's talk about it. I'll be right back. I gotta go check the fridge, and when I come back, I'm either going to rejoice or, or be sad or be a combination of afraid and... Oh, and if you could just keep an eye on this room for me... Um, if you just if you see any like shapes or phantasms or anything, just let me know. I'm just gonna leave it like this, just so you can see. I'm proud to share the story of James Top. James is a veteran of the Canadian Armed Forces. He has served for 29 years. James is marching on foot from Vancouver to Ottawa to support Canadians hurt by vaccine mandates. The march started at the Terry Fox statue in Vancouver and is ending at the tomb of the unknown soldier in Ottawa. That's 4,293 kilometers in approximately 130 days. James himself has suffered the consequences of punishing vaccine mandate policy. He was placed on leave without pay from his civilian position in the RCMP. He is also currently in the process of being released from the Canadian Armed Forces, all because of a medical decision. I invite all MPs in the House to meet James and to hear his story and the stories of those he's met along the way to Ottawa. Starting a conversation and listening to each other during these difficult times when our country seems so divided is the only path forward. James has started the conversation and I intend to participate for the good of our country. Let's go. Good man. Good for him, man. That's how it has to be. If you want these people to do good and do the right thing, you need to encourage them when they do. You can't go, Widow, he didn't fucking... Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't solve all of your problems all at once, whatever. If he does something that's like, that was a good thing. That is something we need more of. We need more of that. You need to, you need to acknowledge that and appreciate them for that and say thank you for fucking doing that. Because that, that, that encourages them to keep doing that sort of thing. When people are trying their best and trying to do the right thing, it, it doesn't help anyone. In fact, it harms everyone to try and discourage them from doing it or, or talking shit and being critical. Why don't you just appreciate that the guy tr did something? That's a good start because right now we have a lot of people doing nothing. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's a good start. Now we're in his head and the other nine people that showed up, it was, it was zero. Now it's nine. You can call that what you want. Like I said, it was zero. Now it's nine. Maybe it's more than nine. Maybe it's a lot more. Where does it go? Uh, let's see. Okay, I got the one. Glitcherful says, the only thing I'm trying to get into your head is imagining Julian. You can't. It's a steel trap. <laughs> Lynn says, you slam that, dude. You're a, a fucking slip and slide. I would be, but thank, thank God. Like a ghost, like a phantom. She heard me from across town and came and rescued and went right to the juice and f like, I knew, I knew for sure. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Like she would never throw it away. She'd never do that to me. Sure enough. Now we're going to have a little, little PB sip. We own that PB laugh now. Mmm, tastes like short-term memory loss and unexplained wounds. Hmm, tastes like... I don't recognize this number at all. I don't know anyone named Brittany, and does that look like a pregnancy test to you? Hmm. Tastes like this isn't my truck, and I don't normally park in, into the side of a flagpole. 
the shortcut to bad life decisions. It is very, don't, it's half, this is half liquor and it tastes great. It's, it might be the most dangerous drink ever invented and it suits us all, it suits us all. I even, I even sent it out, I sent it out to the anti-hate guys. I'm like, here, have some of this, drink some of that. <laughs> it's our national drink now. <laughs> I hope they do. And then they're like, you know what? That's pretty fucking good, actually. Mm. Join us, you idiots. Do it. Hellblade yeah, Deluxe says, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I gotta wait till the end, and that's gonna be brutal as it is. Rail Blasting Commie says, hello, J Mac. What do you think of this username? It's not good. It's fucking great. That's a great username. Great one. Rail Blasting Commies. Hellboy Deluxe says, well, it would seem our government has zero fucks about the people. And Chief Dogma, the way some of them left the room before James has even finished his presentation just shows where they are morally. They don't care about us and the feeling is mutual. Well, I will say this. There is a list. It exists. We know who they are. I've just leaving it at that for now at the wishes of the guys to they don't want to embarrass anybody just yet and really call anybody out or anything but um it's been acknowledged the disrespect because you know again on behalf of them i think i speak for most of them when i say i think you should have met with them at least because James did, he went a little out of his way, admittedly. He, a tiny, a little bit, he took a detour of some, uh, not nothing, he took a little, a detour, a noteworthy detour. He went, he spent a little bit of an extra, he, he went a little extra mile or two, or 4,400 kilometers, something like that, on foot, on, his, on, on foot in the wintertime in the Rockies and all that. He, maybe. You probably should have at least shown him the respect to sit there and listen to what he had to say. And the fact that you couldn't even do that, or worse, showed up, took some pictures, and left? I know you don't really know what you're doing, because if you did, you wouldn't have done that. That is incredibly disrespectful. That is so... Like, wow, man, that is such a fucking dick move. The guy does all this, and you're like, oh, good, a good photo for me. And you can't even get... That's sad. That's sad. I hope for better. I hope you guys can be better, because that's... This is not the way. But uh, we are getting bigger the time and so many people are going to get sued i'm so happy i can't wait a fifth law five five lawyers now morgan five of them she's making a face like i puked or something she doesn't like this this isn't a good bit for her she's not no she's shaking her head no it's no good she's texting another guy i think already she's like this is not working out i gotta get the fuck out of here he's doing a weird voice he's, he's looking right at me he's supposed to be working he's not even doing it anymore he's just <laughs> I'll be dead by morning. It's okay. We've all wanted it. 
Uh, Al Stern says, big shout out to Greg Arcade and his new song, The Ballad of James Top. Absolutely. GregArcade.com. Go check the guy out. He's a great musician and a good friend and just a good old boy. Love Greg Arcade. And if you don't, fuck you. Sergeant Rock says, the MPs that couldn't spare the time to meet with James Top is because they were too busy trying to figure out how to use their panic buttons. How disrespectful of these assholes in Ottawa. I know. Shockingly so. Lynn says, I told you Morgan has you. Thank you again. I, you were right. I never doubted it. I said it. She must have heard it. I said, I know her. She wouldn't do this. I chose. I went, I made that drink on faith. And if I was wrong, I would have to drink. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have drank all of it. And I probably would. I may have puked. I may have did the whole hand of my mouth puke, like spews out between the finger, you know, uh, linearly in like a far, like a high pressure it could run over the screen it could have been ho- that could have happened and I was willing to risk it because I knew she would never throw that juice away <laughs> mm. Julian's back nice try Julian he says I'm like Beetlejuice if you say my name I show up oh god I don't no one wants this two cents says Zelensky speaking and taking Questions directly from Canadian university students while MPs walk out on James Top is telling of our establishment loyalties. Isn't it so? Again, this guy's a dictator. He's banned his opposite, like... It's the Daily bad. Mail reports... Nobody asked you, Paul. Nobody did. Not one person asked you to talk. I don't know what you're doing. And look how they talk about them here. CBC doing his, doing, his, doing his work. CPC MPs meet with Freedom Convoy organizers. That's what they called the James Top address today. CPC MPs meet with Freedom Convoy organizers. Not even anyone's names to make it any more ex- as boring and stupid and dismissible as possible. <sighs> And, and it takes them two paragraphs, a couple of sentences, looks like two, three sentences to get to a former official in U.S. President Donald Trump's administration. And Tom Marazzo, a failed bid as Ontario candidate. Oh, what a loser. They made, sen- they made, made sure to mention James Botter, who's facing charges. Oh, sounds like a bad guy. Daniel Bulford, another organizer who helped coordinate the Freedom Convoy, was also at the meetings on Wednesday. He boasted of having strong relations to police. Oh, man. Top said he invited all MPs. They named some of them. I could have swore I saw I saw Alex there. Two, three. Yeah, there's more than that. So they didn't even bother to get all the names. <laughs> they just get it from screen grabs. They can be bothered to show up and find out. Anything to tie it? It's it's so dumb. He's very he's been very clear about his intentions and what the intentions of the of the group and V4F and everything is doing. It's it. They pretend like they don't know. Like it's like it's not obvious. Like we haven't reached out. Like people haven't sent all kinds of invitations. 
Inflation's higher than it's ever been in history. Did I even play the video? I don't think I did, did I? I'm proud Jesus to Christ. share the story of James Top. No, I, yes, I did. Oh, my God. My brain is... <laughs> Good thing we're almost done. It's uh, right about that time. We got about five more minutes, and then finally I can go to slam. Uh, got you, got you. Anybody on Rumble? Nope, nope. Good to go gumble. Grant H says, Ahoy, Morgan May. Get your own, Grant. I'll, ahoy. I'll fucking come aboard that ship and... Yeah, whatever she just thought of. <laughs> did you, think of something, you didn't think of something gay, did you? Oh, fuck, it might have been gay. So, I don't know. Leave it into open interpretation. I don't sign anything. This isn't over. This is, no, this is not an enforceable contract. Um, have you guys seen this trailer? And then uh, we'll have to get out of here in a minute. This is brand new. There's, there's a documentary coming out about Alex Jones. Which is interesting. I wonder how fair it's going to be because what I'm interested about this is this isn't normal. Like, whatever you think about Alex Jones, he's not a bad guy. He's Alex Jones. At the core of what he is, he promoted people to think, like, to ask questions. That what you see may not be real. This may not be exactly the truth. You need to be suspicious of these people. That is what I learned from Alex Jones when I was younger. You need to be suspicious and ask questions. You don't have to listen to everything he says. Like, he's going to make mistakes. He's a human being, you know. So am I. But he's just a guy in the world like me. Start, started doing the same, basically the same fucking thing that I'm doing. I'm like, I'm just telling you what I think is going on. And it, I don't, you know, it's best to the best of my ability. And he's paid a lot for it. He's probably going to lose everything. It looks like he's getting bankrupt and destroyed and everything. So, you know, there's, there's criticisms of things he doesn't talk about, things he says, doesn't say it, you know. But you don't know what his fucking situation is. You don't know what kind of shit he's dealing with. I don't think he's a bad guy. And I don't think he's, you know, one of them. I really do believe he's, he is Alex Jones. I've talked to him three or four times now and there's been never, I mean, most of it was, most of it was on his show, but a little bit after and he actually apologized to me for being, uh, because he, he said he was so stressed out, not sleeping enough. Cause he's so fucking, you know, about all the shit. He's like, they want to do nuclear war with the Russians and all that. They're trying to, they're going to kill so many. This is, I just, I just admit it. This is a stressful time. I'm sorry. I was like, I get it. And it was, it was a crazy moment for me. Like that, that exchange that happened off air was some of the, was one of the more interesting ones I ever had doing this because I've watched him for so many years. And, and, you know, as a lot of people have, and they're all familiar with him. Some people like him, some people don't like him, but it was just a dude to dude. Like, cause it, it was weird. He didn't, uh, he could have just cut the thing, but he like went out of his way to, and we just kind of shot the shit for about, you know, two or three minutes about how fucked up everything is. It's like, this is stressful, man. This is a crazy time to be alive. How the fuck? I mean, people are going to lose my mind. Me too. I, mean, I just wake, wake up every day. It's fucking crazier than yesterday. It's like a fucking goddamn merit around to death. <laughs> or something. Like, yes, man. I know exactly what you mean. Anyway, he's like, oh, anyway, I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, hope you, uh, you come back anytime. I'm like, yeah, of course, man. Of course. Take it easy, buddy. It's going to be okay. That's what I told him. <laughs> I, 
I don't know. He works for the Israelis. Maybe he does, but maybe they have pictures of his kids, man. Like, I don't know. You guys got to fucking be a little more human with this shit because you... Because I've, I've been somebody on the other end of this. Conspiracy theories. He's, he's this and that. It's like, it's different when you have people saying that about you and you're like, holy fuck. Like, I know what I've done and not done. And there's like, I work for the Illuminati, the Russians. I'm a Satanist. I work for the Hells Angels. I'm a cop. I'm CSIS. I'm fucking, I'm, every, I'm all kinds of things now. You know? It's crazy. So I can kind of sympathize. Like, oh, I see what happens. You just... People are going to fill in the blanks and, and, and that's what they do. And they're going to think whatever they want to think about you. But anyway, there's a movie coming out called Alex's War. And I must say, I think I will watch this uh, when it comes out. It's directed by Alex Lee Moyer. And um, it sounded like it wasn't going to be overly one way or the other. It was just going to be, this is who, this is, this is Alex Jones. Whatever you think is whatever you think. So that would be cool to see. Anyway, check it out. I'll be right back. I'm Alex Jones. The story you're about to see is truth. This is reality. Truth Truth is stranger than fiction. I'm the most banned, most demonized media person in the world. Alex Jones is a fake. He's a performance artist. I'm perceived as a clown, a nut, a maniac. On his website, InfoWars, he touts paranoia porn. The sickest, most offensive theories. Alex Jones claims that 9-11 and the Oklahoma City bombings were inside jobs. Don't you stand for America, sir? He said me and Hillary are demons. (laughs) Ain't that something? You'll burn in hell! I met him back in 1990. I knew right away he was going to be a star. How's my hair look? I saw all these conspiracy theorists that were talking about the New World Order. And I thought, that's what I'll do. Get it, Alex. Death to the New World Order! Was that attack on humanity that I saw early on that I really wanted to wage war on. You're lying to the public. It's disgusting. When she tastes that, there's no going back. Everything's a war. That's the way the universe works, and everything is propaganda. I don't trust Donald Trump, but I agree with probably 95% of what Donald Trump says. Your reputation's amazing. I will not let you down. That's what the media just loves off. Alex Jones said the Sandy Hook shooting, which claimed the lives of 20 children, was fake. I try to tell the truth, and sometimes I'm wrong. Did the New York Times get in trouble for consciously lying about WMDs that then led to a war, killed tens of thousands in conflict? No. The attempts to deplatform us have failed. They've had the CIA, the FBI following me around. Now we got to destroy Alex Jones. We're not playing games here. This is such a historic moment together. USA! It's all just insane. Okay, let's put me in prison for questioning, okay? Even though that's my right. In fact, let's execute Alex Jones. Let's let's put me in front of a firing squad, pull the trigger. I have a sick feeling, actually, because I know what comes next. July 29th. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> everybody knows about him. Not everybody loves him. Everybody hates him. I don't know. A lot of people have opinions. I, I don't know. I, it, it's one of those things where it's like, um, I always hold off on reserving judgment for a guy until I've gotten drunk with him. That's one of the only like universally. That, that, that gets people together fast, especially in the army. Once you get some of the best friends I've ever had were because we just got wrecked together one night and then we were super tight ever since. Like a guy I didn't even like 
one of my best friends, his name's Matt. I think he's probably the fucking RSM in one or third by now. <laughs> you guys know who I mean. You know who I mean. The guy's a fucking rock star. He loves it. He just, you know. And uh, I didn't think we really liked each other that much. We were just sitting around an office one day, and it was like end of the day, Friday kind of thing. And we were in a platoon together for a little while. We were both corporals. And I was, we were just like, and he's like, do you want to fucking get wrecked or... <laughs> It's like, all right. We went to fucking, we went to Griffin's, I think. We got fucking polluted. We were fucking shit. Fa- no, was this in Petawawa or was this in Gaystown? Gaystown. And we got fucking annihilated. And then we were like good friends for a long time. I lived at his house for a while with him and his old lady. It was, you know, they were great people. So, you know, I don't know Alex Jones because I've never been, you know, you don't get the, the, you don't go through the, 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 <laughs> the, the cauldron of liquor. You know, that's how you, the masks become revealed. You got to sip it. It's really dangerous. Uh, Chief Dogma says the water's turning the freaking frogs gay. It was though, in Alex's defense, that was, it was a, that was a thing. They were, man. Total Meltdown says just joined. You still on? Fucking right. I started late. So I owe extra, and I thought about maybe a little bit of an overtime because this is not a drink I want to chug right away. So you get an extra maybe 15 minutes or something. Says, I was at a school board in council. I was singing Cher songs earlier. I was murdering her in the, to the tune, I think, was that, was that um, American Psycho, wasn't it? Remember, hey, remember when I murdered the... This stream is fucking retarded. This is the most... And I'm not just saying this because it's mine. I'm saying it because I live in it, and I'm like, there is nothing like this on the internet. This is a fucking mayhem circus carnival of crazy. When you can say things like, hey, guys, remember on the stream an hour a little while ago when I fucking knife axe murdered the U.S. Navy to the tune of hip to be square in a weird American psycho callback because they made that horrible thing? You know, most people will go, what the fuck are you talking about? But you guys all know now. This is why ceases. This is where you this, ceases. This is why you fucked up. You have to watch every stream, or it won't make sense. That's my. That's my. That's how we market things now. Um. All right. I was at a school board meeting and council meeting for freedom fighters wanting to run. You inspired me to get outside of my comfort zone and run. Thank you. Excellent. Fuck yes. Let's go. That's that's one of the, um, some people call that uh, like small ball, uh, like a baseball strategy. Like the, the little wins add up to big wins rather than people going and saying, oh, we need to, we need to get the libs out. So you're going for a home run every swing. You're not going to get it. You're going to lose the game. Small ball is uh, in, in a baseball term when you get like little outs, easy ones. You do the little things uh, very, very, very well. And over time, it aggregates to, to more outs, more runs, more wins, etc. And that's one of the things. What We need our kind of people in school boards, in PTAs, in city councils, in town councils, as mayors and, and governors and sheriffs and this kind of thing at the community level. Imagine that's how you, everyone's like, we got to get the libs out. Who's your mayor of your town? Who's the fucking mayor of your town? Imagine your mayor is super based. And now that, do you know what that means? Now your town is behind this guy who's like, no fucking way are they doing forced vaccines in this town. That's just one whole town. That's a huge problem for a government. An entire town being like, nope, 
Never mind a county. Do you see what I mean? Like at those levels. And then, you know, you got the, the, the school PTA people. Um, all, all these little positions that, that we ignore, that we don't bother with because we just want to live our lives and be left alone. These positions have been occupied by these people because they don't want to leave you alone. They get off and enjoy and like to tell people what to do. That's why they go seek them out. The shitty thing is we have to go do it now because we can't allow, this can't continue. This is craziness. We can't keep having these radical left-wing maniacs on, on, you know, school boards and, 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 and advisory boards and, and, and running everything. It's, it's got to stop. So they, you know, that's just how it's done. And if you get enough of them and enough people over time, you can change the, change the momentum and, and change the outcome. Um, like investing, doing the little things. small. Yeah, was it from Moneyball? Is that where it's from? Yeah. Uh, Camus Key says, 28 Dags Later. Is that a new movie we're doing? My God, and who's this? Jaded Mandarin says, four men I respect. Rage, Max, Randy, and James Top. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I respect quite a few. Um... Not as many as I'd like. I wish there was a lot more that I did. But it's, uh, it's, a, it's a low ceiling on impressive people these days. Um, what else? We got riots coming into America next, I suppose. You want to look at that? Nah, it doesn't matter. What's this, Greg? Okay, <laughs> Greg Wyckoff. I was going to play this earlier, but I, I meant to. Uh, because of mass migration, our country is experiencing a significant change in demographics, and I think we need to talk about it. Ooh. That's a conspiracy theory. Racist piece of shit. Because of mass migration, uh, our country is experiencing a significant change in demographics, and that's a good thing. Yay! That's amazing. Yes, Queen Slay. Dear God, I hate that phrase. Perception is reality. You know, my mom always used to say that, and I don't know if she knew what it meant. It was one of those things that I knew what she meant, but I didn't really know. And I felt like she had the same kind of idea. You ever, you ever hear a saying? Or, you know, like, ignorance is bliss, but you don't really know what it means. Like, I guess it would be better to not know. I suppose you'd feel better. That's not the same as knowing what it means when you wish. We are like, I fuck, I wish I didn't know the things I know now because I would be much happier had I not known them. Ignorance is bliss. That's very different. That's you're in the situation. You know it now. Perception is reality and, and they can control it. With television, with your phones, with your radios, with with your video games, with your whatever it is. And if they can change the the way you perceive a situation, if you're say, you know, let's use their own their own stuff against them for a minute. You know, they would say, you know, too many violent video games are radicalizing young kids and causing them to be school shooters and so on and so forth. Remember that. I lived through that era and I was like, that's ridiculous. That's preposterous. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. You could almost say, okay, groomer, couldn't you? See, because these same people wanted to take our, our video games and our Manson CDs and stuff away because it was accelerate. It was, it was, it was radicalizing people and it was making them think and do the wrong things. Well, it's the same shit again. Oh, so it's true. So that is how it works. Okay. So what do you think about showing children uh, all kinds of nonstop LGBTQ programming 
you know, drag queen story time. Like, they we're just constantly in their face about gender and sex constantly. You think maybe possibly you're you're conditioning them to feel and think and and have their minds wired to a certain thing like sex constantly? Do you think that's possible? Because you told me the same fucking thing when I was a kid in the nineties that all my video games and movies and songs gonna make me a violent guy. And it did. And now I fucking drink blood. So stop turning kids into pedophiles. Let's go back to making blood drinking men and morally uh, obscure women. Like the 90s, you know? Kids don't know these days. These days, it's easy. Oh, this is my girlfriend, Jennifer. Like, she's fucked 100 guys. Look at her. (laughs) You know what I mean? The 90s, everyone was a lot more modest and a little more, you know, you couldn't tell. It wasn't obvious. Kimmy, really? Oh, yeah, whole town. What? No way. Yep. What the? F- the mystery's been taken away. We need the 90s back, guys. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes, including chug that drink, because we got to go. Uh, Julian... I'll call him Cinnamon Julian because he's being a little bit more nice now. So sorry I haven't contributed much to the Legal Defense Fund. I'm saving a big one for episode redacted. And it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. This shit's slow and it takes forever, but like, I'm, I'm serious. I'm going on Lawyer 5. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's just another, it's just another target on the field, man. You can stack them up all day. I'll fight you all day. I'm invincible. Um, Glitcherful says, we've gone from saying, hey, things are fucked, to pay-per-view, dumpster drops, and torn apart by wolves, to Cher being chased by a T-1000 over the course of 12 seasons. Oh, and there's angry bricks, demigod goats, haunted books, and a Cirque-fired furnace. Good luck making sense of this. Glitcherful, you sound like you are qualified to contribute to the Grand History Encyclopedia Diagonia. That I need. There's so much shit that I could sell with this. I could. Because the idea is it's funny and it's entertaining. It's stupid and hilarious to me. And if you find that as well and you're like, that is, I enjoy it, let's do it. It's fun. That's the whole point. <laughs> Make like a whole encyclopedia of like fake history. I was talking to one of the guys way back, Road Crypto, I think. And I was like, we need to make a website called diagonal.com. But it has to be like it's a real place. I wanted to rip off like Ireland or like just some some regular like European, like Poland, anywhere. Rip off their site and then change the words. But basically the layout and everything's the same. It looks, it presents like this is a real country. Welcome to our country. And also it's like fake history and fake rules. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. The shit like that is funny to me. <laughs> it's so stupid. They're terrorists. What does it really mean? What does the website really mean? It means you're going to be doing porn when you're pushing 30 and nobody wants to hear what you have to say anymore, Greta. That's what it means. You're going down the inevitable fucking e-girl route. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, Godzilla Unchained says, Ignorance is bliss until the day you find yourself standing in front of a firing squad. Well, at least it's fast. Poopa Platter says they're turning the freaking kids gay. That well, the graphs do suggest that people are becoming more gay uh, by the decade. That's a fact. ZRJ says he wants me to say a message just full of uh, trigger words that I hate. That I that they this is what they do. They do this on purpose. 
And they think they can make me like puke and wrench, do all kinds of things. But they don't understand that I, I, I'm invincible and I will, this is how it's done. You ready? Queen Slay, again, slay down the main sniz, MSR in full personal PPE, operating scrambled egg, company in lab, cinnamon one with share, blasting at 430 in the NATO, Russian front for diversity war. CRJ coming in weak with a limp dick and a limp wrist. Can't type, can't talk, can't insult. Don't you? I don't know. I'm done. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is I smoothed over how horrible that would be to say. I, I judo. Do you see how that worked, CRJ? That's that's internet judo. I just threw it. I just, you know, if you can anticipate you can you can i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i have to get out of here this is getting weird as fuck jacob powell he's in australia that's weird on its own says how you doing brother are you gonna have a fat steak the top when he gets to his mission destination he doesn't drink the rocket fuel does he he doesn't look like he drinks he definitely hasn't been drinking the guy's lost probably i don't know what's left of him some of the people have met him but he's fucking probably just made it of goddamn iron by now i imagine imagine just gets wrecked he just fucking gets obliterated towards the end. It's like, I don't give a shit. And it's like, oh no. Like, <laughs> no, he's a good dude. That would be funny though. He's like, you don't want that. He'll lose his man who killed us all. <sighs> CRJ, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do this every time. No. 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 Not gonna say it. Was it as smooth as Freeland's front hole? Or was that a rough landing too? Answer me! Flip's table. Answer me! Flip's table, Flip's table. He's always flipping tables. It's the meth. It's the Adderall addiction. ADHD diagnosed at age three. CRJ flips tables. When his prescription runs low, he gets able. He'll kill you. He's not normal. He's a really bad kid. This has gone on way too long. What is this? What is even happening? <laughs> we gotta go. We're gonna end this. Uh... <laughs> Julian says, just remembering cinnamon buns have a gooey frosting made from the breast milk. I hate you. I'm going to throw up. That's enough. We got to go. We got to leave. We got to leave now forever. It's time. It's late. I started late. We're ending late. It doesn't matter. Enough is, is done is done. Um, but hey, here's a good thing. Only 11% of the people in the United States 
believe the president that Putin is to blame for record gas prices. If there's one thing we know and we know for sure is that these assholes are losing grip on reality. They're losing grip on the narrative and that's why they have to push through these bills. C-11, C-36, censor the internet, take all the things away, take it all away, end it all, shut it all down, shut it all down now. Because they're bleeding. They're bleeding support. They're bleeding legitimacy. And they're bleeding the consent of the governed. And when the governed no longer consent to being governed, well, they... They do things. Sometimes. So, the stakes are high for um, other people. I don't think things are going to get better. Really. I think things are going to become more challenging over the next few years. I don't think there's any political solution to this because the political class is protected. They're looking out for themselves, first and foremost. Number one, they're going to make sure they're always protected and insulated from any of the decisions or fallout that they do. It's human nature. And human nature is weakness. That is the nature of human nature, to be weak and self-serving. And these people have never, ever done anything or shown anything to me to prove to me or suggest to me or anyone that I can uh, call a friend or be aware of that they are worthy of our respect, admiration, or uh, following at all. They're, they're just bad people. So there's no reason to think this is going to get better anytime soon. The damage is done, the economy's in ruins, and it looks like we're going to do World War III, wo- woefully unprepared and equipped for that. But, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, you know, you're looking at it wrong. You're looking at it like this is an opportunity for anybody. This is chaos. We're entering a time period of chaos, and when there's chaos, all kinds of things that were no longer possible suddenly become possible. And, um, you know, you never know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in times of chaos and how you can, how you can uh, use those situations if you're paying attention and if you're, if you're quick and you're clever and, you're, and you're, you've got some guts, you can turn things to your advantage in a hurry. And uh, maybe you come out on top. Uh, but, you know, the world's going to turn. The moon and the sun are going to, you know, rise and fall. The tide's going to come in and it's going to go out. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Uh, I do not have the ego or the, the ridiculousness to think that I can occupy a courthouse with some guys and, and overthrow a country. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it's, it's preposterous. It's ridiculous. And um, stay, the, stay the hell away from that. And, you know, but if they do it, they do it. And there's nothing we can do about it. All you can do, all you can ever do is, is, is consider police and control your own actions and, and what you do with yourself. And whatever happens, at least it was yours. At least it was your decision. You made that call. This was what you uh, chose. And we don't always choose the right things and we always make mistakes and, 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 and whatever. But I promise you, that's so much better. It's better to choose the wrong thing and make a mistake and learn from it than to have someone else tell you what to do about everything all the time. I don't appreciate being told what to do. And I don't appreciate being told what to do by a bunch of fat, lazy, soft, scared, demagoguery, idle, these these. Coward, little weasel, baby bunny. Put them in the microwave for three seconds. They melt into nothing. Human beings running around governing our our day-to-day lives and making decisions that are going to affect us, you and yours, and our children and and future generations for years and years to come. I'm under no obligation to give them any respect (laughs) at all. And neither are you. So if the boat's going down, it's going down. But that doesn't mean we can't uh, find some lifeboats for ourselves and try to get the fuck away from this uh, disaster as much as possible. We'll see what happens next. It's Canada, the reality show. Like I said, America, you think it's fucking weird down there? Down there, we're the we're the office. 
United States is the original version of The Office. Do you understand? The original version with Ricky Gervais, really good show, very funny. But what people didn't know is that they did an offshoot of The Office in America, and it was way more successful. It was the same, but different, but same, same. But way better because it was more ridiculous and even more stupid than the original. That's Canada. We're America, but way dumber, way more stupid, and it's like, you know, like the meme says, and like we all, you know, the old 4chan scary meme, if you only knew how bad it really was. No, no, we, we covered that. It's, it's more like, if you only knew how stupid it really was. It's so stupid. It, it hurts the head. I'm doing it. Morgan will bury me if I die. You always said I'd be a disappointment, that I'd be nothing and I'd probably lose it. presentation of my ongoing mental illness please support uh, my various mental health struggles as i try to navigate reality poorly and with bad decision making at ragingdissident.com all of my social media links and um, you know the stuff where you're gonna waste your time it's all it's, all of it's there all of it's there youtube uh, is it is t- twitch's band right yeah whatever it, if it works or it's not, oh, TikTok's banned. Yeah, I've been banned for a lot of things. It's all on there. Ragingdistant.com. Uh, thank you very much. And we've got to get back to the homies. Uh, I'm going to die from that. That drink probably is going to kill me. Uh, Chris, Jason, Jaded Mandarin, and, and Ivy Chevy, I think. I'm sorry, guys. Rumble doesn't, um, doesn't save all, but you guys have been super supportive, and, and uh, I appreciate you guys very much. The war chest got fucking filled this month, guys. Let me tell you. So these lawyers, we are we are going to the fucking town. We're going downtown fuck town. I'm fueling their gas tanks up to go to the fucking end of time. Glitcher Fultz. Julian Sniz, are you happy now? CRJ, Canvas Key, Jacob Powell. Poopart Platter, Godzilla. Unchained. Total Meltdown, Chief Dogma, Two Cent, Lynn, Sergeant Rock, Alster, Whale Blasting Gummies, nice. Carrot, SK, Synthetic, C17, 613, Bigot, Alster, Jesus Gretzky, The Blue Taco, Alster, thank you very much. Senior Mink, Porky Foreskin, nasty, nasty. Sean M. St. Maurice Bear, Anderson Paladin, Phillips, Disciple, Short and Long, Doings. Chelsea West, DeWitt, Jerusalem's Cross in Florida. Some weekends and Tuesdays, full bro scuffs. Hey, hey, yo, hey, Rocky. Rocky. Blams, Tim Burns. Raging Alberton. Death to share. Death to share. She can't let. She's not a person. She's not a person. You can't prove she is. Keep her away from me. I'll fucking kill her. 
it. It's not a person. Is she? Is that the ghost? You guys are telling me she was back there, right? She's right ghostly looking. She could be transparent. She could. She could. She could disappear and, and re. Could she teleport? I don't know. Well, Patrick, six temperatures Canada marches.ca. Veterans for freedom. .ca. Go support those guys. And uh, I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Um, love you. Cheers. Phil, I don't like how this is starting. I actually don't know whatever happened to AJ Elicits. I hope he does still listen. I hope that he's still doing roofing in Winnipeg and not in some weird sex dungeon of yours. I know you're the guy that sold him his slaves, but that's not... Why are you bringing AJ up now? What tape is this? Don't put a tape in. How the fuck did you switch VCR? How did you get a VCR to work with an LCD TV, Phil? How does this even plug in? Don't press play. I don't want to see this. I don't want to know. Oh my God, it's AJ. Phil, turn it off. Phil. Phil, turn it off. In late 2018, popular YouTuber and alt-right Canadian personality, neo-Nazi, racist, misogynistic owner of slaves, AJ Elizabeth, mysteriously and unceremoniously disappeared from the webs of the internet from which he was so previously feared. If we have any information on the disappearance of AJ Elizabeth, please call 1-800- Unsolved bigotry. You fucking killed AJ, didn't you? You fucking killed AJ, didn't you, you son of a bitch? You fucking kid, don't turn, don't drown me out.